Metaphysics is going to have to be the quote-unquote religion of tomorrow. If it isn't, you're fucked. Totally and absolutely. That's Semite. That's right on time. Um, I was installing a uh, mailbox for Mother. Oh, mother, okay. mother needed a mailbox. It took longer than I thought it was. I went. I, I, I walked a couple miles in the uh, the desolate wasteland of uh, angry and aggressive geeses. Mm. And after I put in my my four or five miles, I've been procrastinating. I'm like, you know what? I got today off. Let me just go ahead and put up a mailbox. Let me let me try to be a good son. Mm. And all know. the screws were stripped. Uh, so it was a pain getting all of it taken apart. And eventually I just got into He-Man mode of frustration and just ripped things off. Just just ripping it right off of the post. I just know it's it's we're not it's plastic. It's it's in the way and it has yeah. to go. Yeah. So I got the mailbox erected and um I definitely wanna spread love and gratitude to everybody um that sent some uh love to my wife. Uh, by copping something on the registry. None of that stuff is mine. I'm a piece of shit. I don't deserve anything. But uh, those are all things that would make her happier. So it's a, it's a good gesture for her because she's a decent human being. It's not for me. So mm. for everybody that showed up, I can't thank you enough. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I went, I went to the courthouse to get my license today, too. Nice. So this risk is going down, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I got a buddy of mine who's like, look, I want to marry you guys. I'm waiting on my notary thing. It's going to be like two weeks. Okay. And okay. I think she's, she's like, no, I'm not waiting. Just we're going to, we have the appointment. We're getting married. We're not waiting for your friend to marry us. Dude, go for it, brother. Yeah. No. You got to be an honest man eventually. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to make a, and I know I've said it before and I failed miserably. I am going to be corporately acceptable on this podcast moving forward. When you see people in real life, people that you love and have great affection for, you're like, uh, this person heard me talking about uh, Chinese executives eating babies as they rape them. It, and there's no, there's no justification. The metaphor, it, you can criticize John Cena, but you don't have to drum up that imagery. There's other ways to say it. And I'm sorry. I apologize. He's like, yo, I'm listening. I really, you know, I dig it or whatever. You know, I've been listening. You guys got good chemistry. I like it. I'm enjoying it. And I'm like, wow, you know, I really love and respect this person. And they've, if they haven't already heard it, there's an episode where they're going to hear me talk about John Cena being in an executive meeting with Chinese officials. And they're just going to be eating babies at the raping. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane the things I say. Well, listen, So I'm, I'm going to not... try to be more acceptable. It's not that you're pulling it out of thin air, though. I mean, let's be honest. This is this is chatter that's been happening around a lot of different spaces, pointing fingers at a lot of different groups of people. So there's a reason. This is not that wasn't just a a freestyle <laughs> about what John Cena could possibly be doing. That wasn't just off the top. That's sadly rooted in reality, a, a, a possible reality. Not saying that that's actually what John Cena uh, Cena is actually doing. <laughs> We don't know. We don't know. But since he's so closely tied to and turning a blind eye to the actions of West Taiwan, you never know what these people are willing to do behind closed doors. I just, let me just put that out there. Yes, and, and, and the authoritarian nightmare 
that West Taiwan is trying to perpetuate across the globe. And that's my main concern is when I see where we live and our culture getting more in line with some of the most horrific aspects of how they do things. Right. It's like, wait a minute, we shouldn't be, you know, getting on board with some of this nightmarish Orwellian nonsense. Like, no, 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 no. And sometimes, you know, with cartoons, with comedy, with writing, there's this there's a bit of, you know, hyperbole. You exaggerate something to a point of absurdity to make a point. And and maybe there's no raped babies being eaten, but the idea that there's enough bad stuff that it should give pause to people that, you know, maybe I don't need the extra hundred million. That was the only point that I was trying to make. So I apologize that I put that imagery in your head. I'm gonna, you know, I'm under the care of a of a uh, of a shamanic guide, you know. And so before <laughs> some of these episodes, you know, I've taken a shamanic sh- sip, or, you know, done a few bumps or whatever. And and then sometimes it just it, it just goes too far. And I'm gonna be here, sober minded, no lines, no bumps, no shamanic sips, just a clear, level head of a person trying to articulate succinct, concise world-changing points in a polite and family-friendly way. That's my commitment. That's my commitment to you right now. And sometimes you stumble onto self-defense rape. I think that's fair. Mm. I think it's fair. I I forgot how good that one was. (laughs) I I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that one. That's That's the greatest legal question ever posed. It really is. (laughs) Your honor, it was me or him. That is a thought exercise. That he, is he, had, he had a Spar- Spartan Curus on. I he I knew what he was coming for. Right. You don't wear that helmet unless you intend to have your way with your enemy once you've conquered them. That's a court TV trial I would watch on, <laughs> on the edge of my seat. I need to know how this turns out because this is the, this going to tell me teach me a lot about society for sure. I'd love to know how that works. I mean, the only correct way for it to work is like we like we said several times, the original rapist goes to jail. But I think it's a completely fair turnabout. One hundred percent fair. I would if I was on that jury, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I was on that jury, I'd be I'd be the one trying to convince everybody in a room how acceptable the rape reversal is. Listen, I feel like a, that's the best punishment. It's a Bronx jury. Nobody's getting convicted. Hung jury, mistrial. It's happening. If there's one person of a sound mind, they're gonna they're they're not gonna send that man, that poor defenseless man that raped in defense of himself. They're not gonna send that man to prison. Who's the who's even the defense in this case? Who's the who's on which side? That's what I want to know. Who's on which side? Who's suing who? Look who. Who's the bad guy in this trial? Well, we're talking about criminal acts. This right. isn't a civil case. This is <laughs> this is a criminal act. We're we're justifying if you can rape in defensive rape. If you can if you can initiate a strike first proactive policy. I think you can. And and we, we're assuming that it was a guy. It could have been a woman who was just the wrong target. Listen, you don't wait till the perp pulls out the gun and aims it at you before you shoot him. If you see the gun in the noncompliance, you're justified. You're in danger. They don't have to pull out their dick before you know that they're going to rape you. And it's either you or it's them. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I understand that, Your Honor, but <laughs> how did it become a reversal? <laughs> That's where the real Could questions it, begin. Your Honor, under the stand your ground doctrine, I do not have a duty to retreat. <laughs> I was approached in a sexually aggressive manner. The the intent from the plaintiff was clearly to to rob me of my virtue and chastity. He was intent on raping me. And the only way I was going to put a cessation to this intent to rape was a preemptive strike. Dude, I'm pretty sure the literature in these in these laws probably say something like you you're allowed to return equal or greater force. So if it's equal or greater <laughs> in this case, an eye only... for an eye. Right, right. This Tooth is this is still there. It's still there. Life for a life. Yeah, you see this lady walking up the street. She's got a backpack on. You think she's an easy target? Little did you know that what was in that backpack was the man record 2000. An anus for an anus. <laughs> yeah, she yes. just bought it. It's battery operated. And All you're not going to like it. women should have sexual assault toys and pistols. <laughs> I don't that know should be, get them. on the ground. Get on the ground. Nope, don't give me that bullshit. I saw the chloroform. I saw the ski mask. I know what you were here to do. Get the fuck on the ground. Nope. Bam. One kneecap down. Yep. Take out both the kneecaps and the cops arrive on the scene and there's just a mad woman covered in blood holding a pistol ramming a giant dildo up the anus of her would-be assailant. That's the I'm, world I want to live in. I'm not mad. I don't want to live in a world where violent warlords are, are taking over villages and raping the women and having their way with the peasants. I don't want that world. I don't want the world where rich people are putting um, um, vulnerable people in boxes and shipping them all around and getting them access to you know, the Western world by way of basically being a sex slave. I don't want that world. I want women around the world to be able to protect themselves. I would be down for a one-world Illuminati government, just have it, run everything, as long as every woman is, is mandatory. You have to. It's a part of citizenship. You don't get a social security card unless you have a pistol and a rape deterrent. A preemptive return fire assailant rape kit. A rape deterrent. Yeah, it's a bad world where that has to exist. But if it has to exist, it should be painful. No, I gar I guarantee you, victim of victimization victimization of women plummets in that world. Quickly. They got a Kimbo style, a pistol in one hand, the the anus destroyer five thousand in the other. It takes four D batteries, <laughs> four D batteries. Oh, it's friction powered. It's powerful. It's friction power. It's never going to give out. <laughs> it's, a, it's a perpetual motion machine. Once it gets going. It's just... Right. And she has no idea when to stop. When is this thing over? When is, when is this reversal rape over? It doesn't end when until the, the cops get up. there. <laughs> when the cops right. get there, you got to Subdue stop. your victim with the four oh. D-battery anal penetrator 5000 perpetual motion machine. That will keep the assailant subdued until the police arrive. Oh my! God. And then who gets to clean up that mess? Who wants to put that in handcuffs? Let's <laughs> just go ahead and pop this out. 
and it's still like wriggling around aggressively. It's still going. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't back it out. She just unstrapped it and left it in there. But the cops are taking it in jail while you're wearing it. Yeah, definitely. That's a better world. Better world. That's a better world. I'm not mad, dude. I'm not mad at all. It sucks that this has to be a reality. But I think uh, somebody needs to get on that immediately. And you know it's going to be some of those shaky ones, like the like the shaky stand your ground cases. Who's the George Zimmerman of that situation? Who's the person who was like, yo, he was <laughs> he was messing with me. He was messing with me. So it was like, yeah, but did he actually, hey, look, he had some hungry eyes. So, <laughs> so I just beat him down and, and did what I had to do. He's I had to protect myself. I mean, he just, he, it was like a Lusty Burger ad. I mean, he just is giving me the look. He was looking at me in a very googly-eyed, lusty kind of way, you know, like he was—he was a hungry man on an island, and I was his—I was his treat. I would have been going to be his treat, Your Honor, if it hadn't been for Rape Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the commercials. I'm gonna love those commercials. Oh, it's and like you... the ADT shit with the dude yep. with the mask. Woo, 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 is yep. it? And then subdue assailants instantly. Right. Let the laser guided man wrecker five thousand guide itself right into the orifice. There's minimal so minimal guided. cleanup, minimal, minimal technique needed. Just let the AI find the orifice of, of least resistance. All <laughs> you have to do is it's voice activated. Just say, uh, I'm in danger, and it will come out and the closest thing to you will be violently penetrated. With the man wrecker five thousand AI of oh even better they got those little robot patrol dogs, you know oh, yeah. oh no women just walk home with these little robot dogs at the first sign of danger and then you leave it up to the AI. Well, your honor, you know the dog thought he was going for rape, right? And struck preemptively, right? I robot style. Then you're humiliated by a robot dog. Damn son. And, but you can't, the dog's not doing it for pleasure. It's dominant. And it's, and it's a robot. So there's right. nothing about it. That there's, so it takes all of the <laughs> argument about lustiness out of the equation. Right, Clearly, right. this wasn't a violent, lusty self-defense rape. No, this no. was a true, by the book, assessed by the robot dog AI, clear-cut case of self-defense. Mm-hmm. And the robot dog acted accordingly. In, 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 in in um you know complete um uh compliance with you know the Geneva Convention or whatever you know what, whatever the guidelines are you know these these robot dogs will be compliant they'll be programmed to a T. Geneva Convention preventative rape dogs. Look, Tim Apple can run the whole thing. Okay, they'll it just can, be... it, can, it just comes with your iPhone. Yes, you get the iPhone you get a 12. Free one with an iPhone. It's purple. <laughs> you get a, you get a preemptive self defense rape dog kit. Follow you everywhere. Never be afraid to go walk to your car again. Never. You can walk through any alley at any time you want. There's no fear. The cops come. They got their flashlights. They come into the house. They're like trying to figure out where everybody's at. And you just see the dog humping, repeating, stop resisting. Stop resisting. <laughs> your sphincter is very tight. Loosen up. You're resisting. Stop, stop resisting. resisting. Oh, man. Yeah, and then you go to jail. They know what happened to you already. 
So you got a, you came in, they gave you a donut to sit on when you came in. They're like, oh, what was you doing, buddy? Like, I swear, all I was going to do was take her TV. I, that's all I was going to do was take the TV. It's like, no, nah, the dog's... The dog sent your lustiness. Stop resisting. Listen, I don't know why, but I feel uh, like I feel like I'm, I'm not mad at this idea at all. I actually, uh, I see financial opportunity in it. But then you're not looking at the downside. What could possibly be the downside? The girl where the dog robot never rapes. Now nah, he didn't want he didn't want nothing from you, honey. There was. There was no lust. Shit. It, was, it, it just She's alerts like, the cop. Nope, this was just like, a, get him, get him, robot dog. He's like, it's, it's a run-of-the-mill robbery, ma'am. He does yeah. not want you. He doesn't feel the same way about you. Material items can be replaced. No lust detected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then it's like, yo, this chick keeps getting robbed, but nobody wants to rape her. So the dog never springs into action. And he's right every time. It's like, yeah, give me a wallet, bitch. I'm out. You nah, just, she's gonna get him replaced a few times. She's like, this thing is like, it's, it's broken. Or something. I it's think not, it's broken. Right? It's never preemptively raping my assailants. I just keep getting robbed. <laughs> well, are you a feminist? I mean, when a looker, you're not a looker. <laughs> yeah, just she's gonna sue you for body shaming. Then yeah, it's just the the AI. Feminist. You can't argue with it. And I just, wouldn't you just love to see that little dog? With the little Apple icon light light up, as it's just inserting into enemies in the assailants, it's oh, yeah. just it just it's it's it, the the sleek design of it. I mean, I'm sure it'll be manufactured by slaves. It, you know, I'm not. It's not all going to be positive, but we got to start somewhere. We got to be manufactured Apple. by prisoners. Ooh, even better. But they may sabotage <laughs> it out of resentment. No, they they're not that smart. They're not that smart. They're just gonna be on. They won't even. They may not. They're even making the molds. They're not doing yeah. the circuits and stuff. Yeah, right, I got right. you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they're built by prisoners, and then so eventually, if once they're in, uh, once they're in circulation for long enough, somebody on the assembly line is gonna recognize it. They're gonna smell the scent of the rubber and be like, "I know that smell." It's gonna be all PTSD'd out and shit. Like I know what this is. <laughs> this is the phyto unit. Dude, I love it. We need these right away. We need them right away. All over the country. You should definitely get one free. If you filed taxes last year, you get one. Yeah. And after you take your concealed carry, you know, safety license, you got to have the pistol. The pistol in conjunction with the dog. And not every man on the planet is on notice. You can, if you try some fuckery, if you exploit your, your, um, your your masculinity in 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 any sort of oppressive or violent way towards a woman, you you are opening yourself up to gunshot wounds <laughs> and robot dog rape. Yeah, yeah, and we upgrading too. It's not just it's not going to be easy as you think it is. We're gonna have like a, it's, you got the, all the extras you can put on it. Like you can have it come with a, a expanding diameter. <laughs> Do you want it to just be one size or do you want expanding diameter? Like, yeah, I think I'll take mine up to about 10 centimeters. Get it like a like a corkscrew cat dick. Yeah. You, know, you can have it. You can have just really it, fucked it. up shapes. They customize it. Just like yeah. you put a little, you know, infrared scope on your gun and a bump stock or whatever. You start seeing them like really trick out these dogs. Like really just, you know, comes in 
you know, unique colors. You know, they got the little case you could put over it. So, like, little parts of it will be, like, a hard plastic, you know, with the sprinkles or sparkles or whatever. The aftermarket yeah, add-ons. Right. Just, like, with cars, you oh, know, putting all that. Yeah. That is terrible. A taser. You can put a taser on it. Oh, that's horrible, bro. But I'm saying, if you find yourself... It's not like people can you can you take these dogs outside or are these just home units? Nah, they 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 they're to accompany you at all times. It's basically no, like I don't like that. I don't a like personal it. guard dog. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that as much. I think we talked about the the uh, robot dogs before, but only for cops. I don't know if I want people walking around with robot dogs that are prepared for that type of activity. I'd rather that just be a house unit. Because the house okay, unit. So what is the situation when the woman's walking to her car at night? What does she do? Well, she's gonna have to wear. <laughs> they should just wear uh, some type of uh, some type of anti-rape strap-on device at all times. That's just the new normal. It's like a, it looks like a cod piece. They just wear it and it just unfolds and transforms. If anybody runs up on them the wrong way. But because the thing about it is, if it's if it's people around, if it, how can you measure the lustiness of the criminal to be, if it's other people around or if it, I don't know, I don't know if it, it seems like it's easier to judge if it's a home unit and somebody does a home invasion or comes in your house, then it's like one hundred percent it's your fault. But somebody could just be like, hey, I was just walking down the street and I was texting my lady. I was feeling kind of lusty because I was on my way home. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. out of nowhere jumped on me. <laughs> okay, but um, it's the, the AI too, right? The, the AI is sensing all that. It's, it's connected to, you know, we're all going to have little, I don't know, what are they, Fitbits or whatever. Like everybody's biometric data is going to be cat- cataloged at some point. It's all going to be integrated with the phone. That's going to be in the cloud. It's going to be communicating with your eye rape dog. So your dog knows, like, hey, her heart rate isn't racing. You know, she's not scared. And also the voice-activated component. You know, right. like, there, there has to be something initiated, and that's where liability comes in. You know, if you ask the dog to intervene, okay. you've now put somebody, you know, and you just like you would with a gun. Hey, you know, back up. I'm serious. I'm warning you. And no compliance, you unleash the dog. And then the dog takes over from there. It, you know, uses its AI to assess the the lack of lustiness or the presence of lustiness in the assailant, and it decides from there. So it's it's not 100% on autopilot. It's just like a perpetual, it, it's just like a gun. It's a, it's a more, it's a more um, uh, self-sufficient gun for the woman. It, it walks around with her. You know, she could she it carries her purse. It's got a little compartment that it holds it on its back. You know, it, it's it, it it becomes just like you see every chick with an iPhone. You you're gonna see this cute little adorable dog with a corkscrew p- penis, a robot. Penis. But it's hidden. It's it's internal until it's activated. And it comes out. Right. You know, when it comes out, it means <laughs> they look like poodles. They just hanging out, and then if you try them, it transforms. Oh, dude, that's a dangerous world for criminals. Oh, I just got a better one. I just, I just made it a thousand percent better. It, it has pepper spray. Mm. It has pepper spray, and that's how it lubricates to get it in. Oh, okay. it, it shoots, it shoots the pepper spray into the anus to serve as some lubricant to get that's the horrible. to get the robot penis in. 
Yeah, well, you shouldn't have been lusting. Shouldn't have been lusting and threatening. Listen, violence, all this talk about we need to stop violence. About the way, I agree with you. Let's stop. This ends. There's, there, this is a world where there's no longer even the thought of violence towards yeah. women. Nobody yeah. is even thinking about it. All it takes is that one world star video where you see a big dude crying on the ground being pepper spray raped by a robot dog <laughs> with a giant corkscrew penis. It's it all and it only it's only going to be that dude. I can't and imagine there's going to be too many others after that. No. It's like, well, you know, that's it. Uh, rape's over. We're done. And we had a good run masculinity. <laughs> Yeah, you it's know, done. We, it's been, been with us. It's been with humanity for a very long time, and we've finally eradicated it. Right. We've tens of thousands of years. There's a there's a long. It's in the history books. There's a there's a lot of successful rapes, and you know it, it's come to an end, and that's it. Just pack it up. It's, there's no more. You have to find other ways uh, to be a criminal, but it'll eliminate violence against women overnight. Any country in the world that has these robot preemptive rape dogs, it has the <laughs> safest, most cherished women on the planet. Those are the women who can go at three in the morning. I go jogging whenever I want. I go to the grocery store whenever I want. If my friends can't come with me, I don't care. I'll walk home alone whenever the fuck I want. I don't why care. Why not? And why shouldn't I? Yeah. The corkscrew. Does the corkscrew break off and it's a tracking device? Mmm. <laughs> In case they, in case they're able to flee. Yeah, and you can't get it out. You gotta have it surgically removed. Oh, you gotta put a code in to remove it, so it's not coming out. So you can run if you want, and you know you can try to stay on the run. But after a day or so, you're gonna you're gonna show up at a hospital somewhere. Like, right. all right, yeah. I give up. Yeah, I give colon. up. Yeah, yeah, I turn myself in. No, it keeps. The longer you stay on the run, the more it keeps corkscrewing. The more <laughs> deeper. <laughs> Every half hour, it turns a quarter inch. Oh. <laughs> I know, that's bad. That's hard. And it bro. has a speaker, so out of their ass, you know, people are hearing. Suspect, suspect mm -hmm. fleeing. Turn suspect yourself fleeing. in to the nearest Turn police station. Turn yourself in. <laughs> a quarter inch more corkscrew in 15 minutes. Turn yourself in, dirt bag. I'm going to find some dead criminals with corkscrews in their right, chest cavity. People just <laughs> defiant to the end. And it just, it finally makes its way through their mouth. I mean, it just <laughs> totally ran through the entire intestinal track. And then it turns into a fucking uh, drone and just flies back. <laughs> 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 the little propeller comes out. Did that corkscrew dick just, just sprout a propeller? Fly not... off the disc. Yes, it did. It's bringing the DNA sample to the police. So they can catalog the criminal in their database. I mean, he's fucking dead. He's dead, so you gotta come it's pick still, him up. It's going on your record, buddy. <laughs> you an attempted rapist, posthumously, but it's happening. Oh my gosh. This is not a dystopian film. Nope. This is, has a happy ending. This is, this movie needs to get made. Yeah, I'm finding it hard to see the downside of this. What is that? What is the name? I mean, it's obviously all centered on the robot dogs. I mean, they're the stars of the show. Yeah. We got to find one of those cool acronyms like they do for the Disney movies. Oh, yeah. Where you just name the dog. FIDO stands for, you know, some shit like that. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, Rex. Female. Rex. Uh... No, Rex. It's Rex, bro, the rape exterminator. It's a, it's a Rex unit. 
rapist extermination unit. Oh shit! Yeah, Rex, and it looks like one of those happy-go-lucky movies because you got this fun little robot that came out, and it's got Wi-Fi and shit. We got every guy, all these people to get them just to get them out into society, and then they get to upgrade. Upgrade, which is it's going to stop sexual assault forever. How could a robot dog possibly stop sexual assault? Okay, we'll see. Just wait till these news reports start. You have an hour and a half. Wait till these news reports start coming in. I'm going to show you. God, dude, the Rex unit, bro. Good boy, Rex. Good boy, Rex. Thank you, Rex. You saved my life. You saved my life. There's no sympathetic bad guy with a heart of gold in this story. There's no, you know, wrongfully corkscrewed. I did every. It, no, it's perfect. It's Listen, perfect. It's fem. It, it's what what the Django was uh, for slavery. Um, that's what that's what this movie is going to be for for any woman that's ever been like afraid at night. Right. It, it, it's just revenge porn <laughs> on every dude. And and I, I think maybe the angle is some woman takes it too far and, you know, she gets into the mainframe and she just, you know, en- enters in a code that just makes them all go rogue. And then just all of a sudden it just becomes an army of violent, ra- violent raping dogs. Yeah, Never how it was intended. Call. It was supposed to just be preemptive <laughs> self-defense rape. Yeah, now it's catcalling. They're attacking catcallers and people who just right. walk. You know, a woman's walking in New York and some guy goes, hey, I just want to let you know you're beautiful. <laughs> he just jumps right. on her. Like, she, but she has to hack it, though. You know what I mean? So the danger is about uh, people not seeing a good thing and not leaving well enough alone. That's that's the villain story, is that this this new world is not good enough for her. She needs they to punish more. They go too far. They had yeah. paradise, and then they go too far. Right. So now it's uh yeah. That's it. That's the whole yeah. Yep. And, and, and then the Rex units start getting like really like explicit. Like then they start mouth raping. Like oh. they just really kind of humiliating the dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Because there was there was multiple Rex units in the area, so when one is activated, the others come running so they could get in on it. <laughs> they take it turns. And just and the ones that can't get an orifice, they're just shooting pepper spray out of their robot dicks just all over the dude. Like, it's just like a bukkake of pepper spray. It's just, just... Pepper spray bukkake. <laughs> just just over the top, hateful. Female revenge porn violence. Oh yeah, you can get your Rex jailbroken. Like you get it hacked so it doesn't. Over- oh yeah, so that's the underworld. That's the bad guy. The movie. I feel like I need Eli Roth to make this immediately. <laughs> somebody, somebody, clip this out and send it to Eli Roth. Oh my, or 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 uh, Robert Rodriguez, one or the other. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez might be the right guy. Eli Roth could get the atmosphere right. But I think Robert Rodriguez would be the one to go to for the splatter and the gore. Listen, I think they would both love this story enough they'd be able to collaborate. <laughs> I think so, too. He'd be able to get them to put their egos aside. Listen, it's it's about the project, dude. We just, yeah. we have to make this happen. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we could get Quentin Tarantino to play the first victim of the of the Rex unit. Oh, yeah, he'd love it. And there'd be like a I'd long love scene where he's looking at her feet. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 He'd love it. This needs to happen. 
this needs to happen. I know I know there's some people out there with connections. Put this in order. Put it on the uh, on the green light list right away. This could be a TV show on Netflix. If you don't want to go full, you know, I know we, we I know we're trying to bring AMC back and we want the movies and everything, but this could go right to Netflix and probably get three or four seasons. I would like to see it. I would I, like to see I'd it in the theater. I want to hear the screams blaring in Dolby surround sound, whatever the latest THX, whatever it is. Just I I I need to hear who's doing the soundtrack. What kind? What, what's the, what's the soundtrack looking like? I want the same band that uh that Quentin Quentin Tarantino put in that no not Quentin Tarantino but uh what's that name of that band Chingon the one that they put in <laughs> from Dust Till Dawn. Mm. The Mexican mariachi band. Excellent. Yeah. I could go with that. That's who I want, bro. Because it should be atmospheric and cool. And uh, and it's going to be, like you said, it's going to be revenge porn. We're going to totally exploit Oh yeah. the beating down and abuse. Of, oh, the guys are going to be. Yeah. You're going to get us some long, slow cooking. Like, you see how douchey it is. Like, you really is gonna be like when Joffrey gets killed in Game of Thrones, you know, like this fucking guy. Like you're really gonna get to hate these dudes before these horrific things, and they're gonna have all the stereotypical douchebag traits. They're gonna they're gonna be cheaters and liars and manipulators and fucking violent toxic dudes. You know, we can feed feed into their you know fantasy of just there's like super alpha you know bro guys. Just nonstop bromance, just yeah. roving bands of rape culture, and they're just all—they all got ties. They work for Wall Street, and they just, you know, occasionally rape here and there. You know, it's just a part of who they are. Just tell that fantasy, tell that story, how awful masculinity is, and just play it up. Just play it up, and then set them up for like, okay, if dudes were really like this, this is what they would deserve. You know? Yeah, it's gonna be like a scene in Irreversible. Mm. As, as we're going all the way, you're gonna have to sit through this. You're gonna have Dude, to sit through. We it. have a a nine minute robot rape scene <laughs> with no music, oh, yeah. just oh. no change in the camera angle, and like in like Quentin, it's an homage. It's yeah. an homage to that scene. You yeah. shoot it from the same angle. Yeah, with a yeah. cute little robot dog, and you just see him like. Aggressively, his head bobbing up and down, just going at it, dude. Oh. I'd watch it. I'd watch it just to overwrite the irreversible scene in my brain. And you know I, what? I nothing else. There's value in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Robert Rodriguez and Eli Roth. I need you guys to get on the same page. We need the Rex unit to be brought to life. I love this. It's as terrible as it sounds. There's value in it. There's value in the structure and the, and the idea and the consuming of media built around retaliatory rape robots. I just feel like there's room for that. If there's room for, I mean, how many, how many hundreds of movies are there that just build their entire framework on the torturing and dismembering of women? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. women who are considered promiscuous, because those are the ones that go first. Pretty, right? The only way to survive in these horror movies is to be virginal. 
You got to be the one that was like, slow down, Chad. I want us to get to know each other. She survives. The other one who took her top off in the first five minutes of the movie, she's out of here. Her head's coming off. 100% her head's coming off. (laughs) Not in this movie. In this movie, they can be complete whores. They walk around with their titties out, unafraid and unashamed. There's, There's no fear. There is no, you know, you you know, you shouldn't address that way. You brought it upon you. All that's out the window. They do whatever they want now. Gone. I got my titties out, and what? They're luscious titties, and I know you want them, but you see what's with me. I got that Rex on me. I got that Rex right on here. <laughs> the unsolicited bonus sensor light starts going off. Somebody, somebody's having some impure, lusty thoughts. Like I sense you know, it in the atmosphere. It sees your loins heating up. I don't know. You know, just keep walking. Just kidding. Yeah. They're just, they have a bravado about it. They just have big swinging dicks. Like in the, their whole attitude is that big dick energy. It just, they, <laughs> they, they become the dicks in this world. They're just total, they have full freedom. They let it go to their head. They take it too far. They overprogram the robots. It's a cautionary tale. Hopefully we'll listen and when we roll out these these irate robot dogs, um, hopefully we'll, this movie will will give us a path forward. It'll be a cautionary tale, so we don't go too far. It's needed. Yeah, absolutely. When when the sexual assaulter starts getting too close, the corkscrew starts winding out a little bit, <laughs> and, it's, and it's dripping with pepper spray. <laughs> He hit the close-up of the, the red tip of the corkscrew winding out oh. and it's dripping with pepper spray. And you know what I think? Just for just for practicality purposes, I think uh, if you, instead of pepper spray, like straight liquid, I think it should be gel. I think we need viscous pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> just because it sticks. It's just more practical. You don't want them to be able to just wipe it off. It's got to stick like gel. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's absolutely. gonna be like viscous, gooey pepper spray dripping off the corkscrew because the guy's getting too close. I need to see that scene in real life. It's I got a little brand, 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 close up. Get him, Rex. No, you can't. It no, can't no, I didn't, I didn't mean anything, lady. Please. No, I, can't I didn't mean nothing pack. by it. You can't have an attack command because that's aggressive. It has to be a passive command. Like, help me, Rex. And he just springs into action. <laughs> Get him off me, Rex. There it is. It's over for you, bro. And people start, criminals start trying to make Rex-proof jeans and shit. <laughs> Got a bunch of dudes with, like, iron-ass cheek pants. Yeah, and that's enough to get you arrested right there. That should right. be enough to get you arrested. What are you doing with these right. bulletproof butt pants? <laughs> <laughs> you try, try to protect yourself. Criminals wear ass suit. armor. That's, That's how you know. Like, what you got to ask? A bulletproof vest, ass armor? <laughs> What's happening? So instead of quitting your, your uh, lascivious activity, you decided to try to protect, try to save your own ass, literally. Right. That's what you're trying to do. No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. So what we did was we replaced, and not, not replaced, what we did was we upgraded our pepper spray to contain 32% sulfuric acid. Oh. Just, I mean, look, we, I mean, modern, modern problems call for modern solutions. 
We no. got to figure out a way to get through that bulletproof that Kevlar pad that's then being installed. Then on they the create the. Then they create the, um, the initial dick. There's the initial dick and then the follow up dick, the pepper right. spray dick. But they start getting hip to the fact. Oh, yo, we're in ass ass armor. No problem. The first corkscrew goes in and it's specifically there to pry off the metal ass plate. It penetrates right through the metal and rips it right off. I mean, so it's, I mean, it's penetrating with the force of a bullet. It's getting through there. You know, it's got the laser, laser cutter, the laser cutter. Yeah. Just laser cuts the back right off. And then it's like, and then it brings out the secondary corkscrew, which is dripping with viscous pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> This is so wrong, bro. We've been talking. <laughs> this is so problematic. But fuck it. I feel like I feel like it's a good TV show. I'd watch it. The only victim here is rapists. Yeah. You I'd watch it, it. It's just like when they have, you know, the Call of Duty shit, you're just killing endless Nazi zombies. You know what I mean? Even if you have some sympathy for, for Nazis, you're like, yeah, but they're zombies. They're technically already dead. Right. You can kill as many of these as possible and not feel bad about it. So you, so yeah, you've created a show where the only victims are just the most horrific people that our society has. Right, and I think as a sacrifice, you know, like a we're we're gonna make a trade off as a sacrifice. You get to see multiple sexual assaulters get destroyed season after season, and what you give us in return is you allow us to have a female bad guy who hacks the robots. Right. And there's titties. There's got to be titties everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, for, as far as the women in the it's audience... It's on HBO. As far as the women in the audience go, it's like, don't complain because the woman is the bad guy, and she, you know, she's the one ruining this new utopia that we've created. Because you... Like you got one bad guy in her little network of, you know, twisted off-their-rocker off women. But right. the rest of the show, you get to watch women totally destroy their assaulters. Destroy. Just completely destroyed. Anal cavities, prolapsed anuses, with I mean, pepper just... spray and tasers up the up the tailpipe. Bro. I mean, you gotta. That's a, at the very least, it's gotta be cathartic. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude, come on. You wouldn't even have. You would have to have a trigger warning. The trigger warning at the beginning of the show would be for toxic masculinity and sexual assaulters. Like, if you, if you're a misogynist, you may not want to watch this show. <laughs> That's this who show, I think what it would be for. This show has graphic depictions of preemptive self-defense rape by robot dogs. Right. Viewer right. discretion is advised. Right. If you've ever been sexually assaulted, you'll probably enjoy this. We're going to give you some catharsis. Just watch these people get destroyed in long seven-minute scenes <laughs> shot from multiple <laughs> angles. <laughs> I mean, if it's a 24-minute episode... So you're talking about like <laughs> a third of the episode, a third of the show. <laughs> it's, and, and we could be super formulaic, just like the old Power Ranger episodes. Like, so what's going to happen? Well, they're going to introduce the character. We're going to fight them regular. And then at the third act, they're going to get big and then we're going to get big and fuck them up. All right. We're going to do that every episode, every episode. Every yeah. Episode. You have you have the third of the episode, which is the buildup. You know, you see why this is such a horrible person. And then either in the second or the third act, you get the coup de grace. You get the you get the eight minutes of man terror. You get it. You get it. 
And there's a lot of material in there, too, because we got to build the, the world around this new reality. So there's going to be a lot of conversations about it. Men are going to be disappearing from public places, and people are going to be asking why. Why, why do men stop hanging out at the coffee shops and shit like that? Well, what are you scared of? This thing only senses bad intent. That, that's who it's punishing. So what made the rest of you stop showing up to all the clubs that night? Like, where'd everybody go? And that would be like the, the subtle thing you show. You don't just start talking about it right away. You just got that bar scene, the obligatory, you know, bar scene. Everybody's dancing and drinking. And then as you watch, you just notice that it's like 95% women in there. It's only a couple guys and shit. And where are all the dudes at? Like, hey, they just stopped showing up once we got the Rex unit online. You know, 60, 70% of the men just stopped coming out the clubs that night. I think I think the best way is... Nobody even mentions it. Just you're not even taking any shots below people's necks. So you don't even know that there's any robot dogs next to them. There's one scene where some fuckery is about to go down and you're shocked at the fact that this robot dog is even there. And then you see the violent, vicious robot dog rape of the assailant. I mean, that's a shock to the system. Damn, why is this corkscrew dripping with <laughs> viscous pepper spray? <laughs> why is that why was that a close-up shot for like 10 seconds just now? <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> now, nobody's gonna be mad at that at that first scene. It might get a little bit gratuitous throughout the rest of the season, but that no, first cause... scene is gonna be cheered on. It's gonna be called Brave. It was so brave for them. And they, the actor who subjected himself to that oh, yeah. is going to be praised for his willingness to... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, dude. It's just going to change the world. It's going to get know, it was It was CGI, and technically there was no dog there, but I wanted it to be real. I'm a method actor, so I asked them to penetrate me repeatedly with something. It had. Right. To, I wanted right. it to be real, and I wanted that to convey to the audience. Wow, that's amazing. That's a I was actually one of, the, one of our stunt guys in a green screen outfit. He had the green screen mocap outfit on. Just going and at it. You know it. what? And we just, we, we were, I just was in the moment and I said, you know what? I'm going to take one for the team. I want to make this real. I want to make I wanna this get, real. I want to capture that on film. So we yeah. ad-libbed it. We ad-libbed it. I love it. Wow. Yeah, all the behind the scenes. Oh, it, it, dude, yeah. Yep. This yeah. one might fuck around and actually get made. I'm sure I'm sure there's a rich feminist somewhere who'd buy this script from us. Listen, I I I don't have all the legal ins and outs worked out, but I've come across some information that, that gives me the notion, the inclination, the 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 belief, which I'm pretty sure is legit. Once you put something out and you've cataloged it, any of these episodes, it's pretty much copyrighted. We we Got could it. win a lawsuit because it's all dated. Yeah, we just broke it all down. It's all yeah, it's logged in. Skype knows yep. we did it. Yeah. So just yeah. pay us, you know, pay us accordingly. So, we don't, yeah. We're not going to be greedy. I want a little bit on the front end, a little bit on the back end. I definitely want some residuals. I'm not just going to take a lump sum. I'm going to need some residuals. And uh, yeah, yeah, I want to be. I want. I would like to be considered as part of the creative team. I mean, we yeah. can make this shit at least at the table. At least make it a little funny. Don't just make it all brutal. Yeah. There's room here to be hilarious. <laughs> There's still room for comedy in this in this TV show. Yeah. Just the one-liners. 
the one-liners being spewed out is a shirtless woman is chasing an assailant down the street with like three Rex units. One of them's airborne with a propeller. It's great. Yeah, I love it. And it could be, it'll be the beginning of the show will be like CSI Miami when the guy always says his little pun his little puns and then the music starts. Mm-hmm. You're like this this rapist is screwed. And then the music <laughs> he just got screwed. I love it. It's way better than it should have been. It's way better than it should be. Yeah. Way better. That's a, I, I wanna see that world. I wanna I watch episodes like people watch friends. That should be eight seasons, bro. <laughs> yeah. The, end, the if, end of the first If this season, goes eight seasons, it could. We've changed. The world is never the same. <laughs> eight seasons, the world is never the same. It could I don't know. Be. I'm already spending my hundreds of millions. I'm already figuring out what I want to do. Yeah, that's a smart move because it's coming. It's coming. Smart move. You might as well get your frivolous purchase list up to date. All, all the business ideas, all the everything, all of that shit. Get real familiar with it, cause it's coming. It's coming. We going. We, we dude, How how did I end up in a in a second squeeze? <laughs> Inadvertently. Inadvertently. It's destiny. Yeah, it's it is probability is broken. Look, they're coming for for Caster Maritime. Don't worry. It's oh, it, it's bound I already to felt it. I already feel it coming. I already feel it coming. Time in the market always trumps. Trying to time the market. Listen, I already, I think I bought like an extra 50 shares today when it dropped down to 58. Oh my God. I was like, let me just buy some more. Fuck it. I'm absolutely confident. I'm absolutely confident in the short. The, the data just makes perfect sense to me. Now that I know that there's historical precedent for it, the whole Volkswagen thing happened, you know. That it's public information. Well, not public information, but there's companies that put out. And and also the compulsion to continue to short because at this point they're like, we know it's not. This is this is where it's all fucked up. They have to buy more. They have to buy more because they're like, this is going to be below $60. This is stupid. We would be idiots not to short it some more. So they're going to short it more. And okay. people keep buying, and it goes up, and then they have to cover more. And then once they cover it, it gets to a hundred dollars. It's like it's not worth a hundred dollars. I know we lost five billion, <laughs> but we would be stupid if we didn't short it now. It's at a hundred bucks, and then they got to deal with the fact that there's some some dudes on YouTube, which are eventually going to go to jail. I mean, let's let's be honest. It, at this point, let's just call it what it, it's it's mark it's coordinated market manipulation. There's there's no way around it, and it's not something unprecedented. It's not something that there's a gray area where it's done, you know, by by the more powerful entities. But that's what it is. I can almost guarantee you one of these dudes making these videos. And there's a dude in a luchadora's mask. There's a dude that looks like he's about to do a drive-by with a bandana on his face. There's all kinds of dudes. Like, they're, they're, they're all making a living now just talking about short squeezes. All right, which one are we going to short next? Here's the data. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Orbits, whatever it's called. They just put it out. And uh, yeah, it's a twenty percent, twenty percent short interest. That's enough to do it. Let's all go buy it. Come on, apes. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna. That's all I, it takes. I'm gonna beg to differ, and the reason I'm gonna do that is because I, I mean, of course, not not considering that the people who would who would try to arrest these guys are criminals, and it totally would be an unlawful arrest. Like, let's take all of that off the table, and just look at the basics. 
I would say it's not market manipulation because all they're doing is telling people about a process that's already taking place, something that's already going on. I think market manipulation would be trying to rally a reaction so that you could get in favor of it. Like somebody talking about a stock, oh yeah, this one's gonna blow up, it's gonna blow up. And they're saying that to, to create the interest. They're not telling us about the short squeeze to create the interest. They're telling us about something that's already happening so we can capitalize on interest that's already there. And, and it's something why. that another hedge fund would do to another hedge fund. Like, yo, they're making some bad decisions over there. Right, let's catch them slipping. got a chance to come up, right? Right. So if it was just some blowing smoke and trying to pump and dump something, that's different than just, hey, look at what these guys are doing. We can make some money if we go the other way. They're making a left. We'll cut them off at the pass, make a right. It, it makes perfect sense when you got someone doing a technical analysis and saying this particular stock has the potential for a short squeeze because this is what's going on. Yes. But they're also advocating to buy more. And everybody has the disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor, because I learned, yeah, you, you can get sued. If you give somebody financial advice and you're not a financial advisor, if they lose money, they could potentially sue you. If you did that because somebody gave you a stock tip, you're a dick. You're just a dick. But it is something that could happen. So I would think that because these dudes are calling people to action, you know, they are saying, come on, apes, hold. Come on, apes, hold. They they are aware of what they're doing. It's a, and again, it's basically like the people's hedge fund, you know, because yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of access. Like, I think you need a Series 7 if you're going to change commodities or, or, or trade commodities. There, there's certain financial instruments you don't have access to unless you got a portfolio that's like billions or trillions of dollars. You know what I mean? Like... There's there's things like the dark pools that hedge funds trade to each other. It's not public. There's no public record. You know, they have a lot of opportunity to commit, um, you know, collusion and manipulation. And you basically got to sue them. And the SEC, SEC doesn't really have any teeth to really go after them and hold them accountable. So you got fuckery going on behind the scenes for sure, for sure. But you don't think that at any time that the media wants to paint a villain, because nobody really gives a fuck about Wall Street. Like, they have a bad reputation to everybody. Like, if you want to talk about something that's politically unifying, nobody, everybody gets it. Like, wow, you guys, I understand we need investment, and I understand it, but, but you guys really kind of rig the game and have some really clever rules, and if you fuck up, you get bailed out. The government guarantees you're in operation, so you basically all get to make all this money if you win, and if you fuck up, we all got to pay for your expense. People get it, and people don't like them. But you don't think there's a media narrative just waiting to be spun where, like, see, they're manipulating it. They caused the market to crash, you know, because they'll blame all of the shit about inflation, and if there's a stock market crash, they'll come up with the narrative in the news, I guarantee you, like, yo, it's these Reddit traders. These guys, these greedy bastards, Wall Street bets, they're turning this time-honored tradition of strategic, well-placed trades into a casino. And they've ruined the market. They've destroyed all your pension funds. They've tanked the market with their tomfoolery and their manipulation. And they must be stopped. Because they're already cracking down on, like, forums and stuff. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, like, they're, they're not just going to be like, okay, whatever. 
because the reality is if you start regulating anything that they would do to like crack down on them like the the people potentially could be applied back because there's nothing you could level against what's going on now that you couldn't level that same accusation way worse against the hedge funds but but I would I would I would bet that if they were going to do something to try to win over public opinion they would paint them as the bad guys to justify legislation that only affects them. And, and, and no one is going to have the attention span or the IQ to raise their hand and be like, well, wait a minute. I don't think you're giving me the whole story here. And why would that not uh, you know, apply to the hedge funds? They would just be like, look, the Dow fell 10,000 points. It's because of them. It's because of Wall Street bets. It's because of the ape nation. It's because of them. <laughs> I, I, hate I, 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 I see it, man. Yeah, they're gonna. I, I don't. I don't think uh, it, it's almost inevitable that they're gonna try it. I just. I think it's gonna take them a long time to really gain their footing to actually sure. make a difference. It's gonna take a long time, and, and um, it could and take. So they figured out by torchlight, by Bed Bath and Beyond, right, right, right. by Blackberry, <laughs> until they figure it out, right. Yeah, right. Buy as and much just as keep you hitting can. them. Extract yeah. as much as you can, and they're going to give us our consolation prize of becoming millionaires before they're able to stop. And then we can just keep doing it, but silently. We'll have to do it over crypto websites. We'll have to start giving each lunatic stock tips dot crypto. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they're not going to be able to stop the talk and the chatter and the rally. I mean, there's entire business uh, structures based on teaching people how to play the stock market. I mean, that's basically what an ETF is. You give us your money and we'll make the decisions for you. Yes. Right? So then you have other people are tiered down who I'm sure they're doing seminars. They got classes and courses. They're teaching you how to read fundamentals and candlestick dojis and all that other good shit. And it, from every, every sector, foreign exchange, all of it, there's people who claim to be able to teach you how to learn how to read this shit, make the right decisions, and the same thing with the shorts, teach you how to buy calls and options and all that other shit. So if you can teach people what to do under the guise of you're going to make money doing this, which means you're going to beat the market, you're going to beat the system and, and make some money, then they would have to stop all that too. That's not yeah, much different yeah. than what the apes are doing. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know what? Now think about it. That's exactly what an ETF is. Is basically almost like a mutual fund. Everybody throws their money in, right. and they give the autonomy or control to you know a single fund manager. But it's basically a whole bunch of people buying the same stocks in coordination, yes. just that is managed by a fund manager. So I mean, Wall Street Bet starts an ETF. I mean, is that the oh, is that yeah, the there it is? That's it. And and put it on a dot crypto website so they can't threaten to take you down. They can't take you off Reddit because your shit's ironclad. All right. That's the Dude, world. What do, what do we? What do we just? We just keep solving problems. <laughs> we just can't stop solving problems. Back to back to back every time. <laughs> it's just rapid fire. You know what? It's just, it's, it's, I got what we do. Raping robot, robot eye dog. Yeah, you know what? Just have the Wall Street bets dude start an ETF. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Start it. Start it. Put it on uh, a dot crypto website. 
protect yourself from anybody taking you down unfounded because taking it down is 100% just Reddit fold into some pressure or Facebook fold into the pressure. They just don't want you to get to be in the position that you're in right now. That's just period. And you can stop them. You can catch them slipping and keep hitting them. Keep buying all of these meme stocks <laughs> until the market suffers enough. Anything they try to do to stop it, they're going to make it happen faster. Anything, any type of way that they try to run any interference yeah. or block it, all it's going to do is hasten the inevitable, which is ironically what they were trying to do when they started issuing naked shorts on AMC, trying to hasten the inevitable. But guess what? Probability is broken. Shout out to CERN. <laughs> and now you're caught in multiple short squeezes and they're caught in a quantum loop because they can't stop buying shorts. Right. <laughs> they just like, keep doing it. It's Groundhog's it, it, Day over there. It, it truly is the responsible thing. Like, okay, I lost $5 billion last week. And as a result, it forced the $5 stock to be worth $300. In, inevitably, it's going to be less than $300 at some point. I would be a fool not to short it. They're trapped. Yeah. What's up, honey? You want to be, have a cameo? Mm. Yes, you do. Why are you coming in here? Huh? I mean, you know, we always welcome the cameos. Honey, just say it in the mic. What do you want? I love you. What are you doing? <laughs> my wife now. You got to do what I say. That is true. That is, that, that's sorry. true. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. She 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 don't ever want to talk. I'm telling you, as just, soon as I turn that, this set thing up a off, mic, I'm gonna hear a whole bunch. Just set up the mic, get you a second mic, just set it up and an extra chair, and just uh, give it some time. Sooner or later, she'll be giving us the inside scoop. <laughs> she'll be giving us the inside scoop in no time. But yeah, man, I think I think uh, they're just gonna create a bigger problem for themselves the more they try to because all they should do right now is let it happen let it happen the hedge funds are never going to completely lose there's thousands of stocks on the market so if they play the game above board they're still going to outpace us because they can buy so much more than we can even as you know with the numbers you know all of our money is going to be split we're not going to all put all of our money on one stock and, and, and really compete with them. Everybody's splitting their money across all these little meme stocks that could possibly pop off and everything. So they still have all the buying power. So if they play the game above board, they still win big. So playing the short game is just extra money that they're taking because of a crack in the system. So they just might have to back off that cracking the system for a little while because to tell the truth right if they wanted to screw apes over they let this pass they, they you know they let it hit them as hard as they're gonna hit them they cover everything and then the next cycle comes around all they have to do is just make slow money just play above the board buy sell do everything you're already doing make your billions and don't buy naked shorts easy right mad easy if they don't do that, they slow down the progress of everything else that's happening out here. And then all of these people who are chasing memes, 
would have to go into those places. They're going to have to start investing in E because they want the, they, they like the money. They don't want the money to stop coming now. They're going to have to invest in ETFs. They're going to have to buy courses and seminars that teach them how to read doji candles and shit like this. So they would be in the game at that level, which is where they want you at, giving your money away to other people to help you, you know, do what you got to do. So if they don't buy and, naked and shorts, I, there's nothing we can do. And I don't know. I could be wrong on this, but my understanding is shorting is something that's relatively new to the market. They're always trying to come up with some clever shit. How about I borrow stock that uh, I don't own? I sell it to you. I'll bring it back soon. And and they figure out how this is good. Like you know what I mean? Like it, it's it, investing is one thing, but we're, they're always getting creative. Credit default swap shorting. My understanding is shorting is something relatively new. I and I like the idea. I think it's so just that people can take that option off the table at any point. If humans decide, and I think there's such a lesson to be learned in that, people being unified in for a singular purpose on a shared principle, and one is that it's in service of self-interest. Sometimes it's hard to get everybody together to do the right thing as a selfless act. Sometimes, all the time, it's, it's possible, right? But if you've got somewhere it's like, yo, we're all going to do this, it's the right thing, and... It serves a self-interest. It's going to make you can find a way to organize human energy that way all the time. The the world is fundamentally different after that. Yeah. Fundamental people have the power collectively to take that option off the table for some of the richest people on the planet. Nope, you can't short no more. Well, you can. You're going to lose. A, you can't make money shorting anymore. Like soon see that you're shorting too much you're getting too greedy people can just swoop in and take that option off the table that's powerful man yeah absolutely it says the first uh the first the earliest stock shorting was in 1609 oh well then fuck me what do i know i don't know shit a Dutch businessman, Isaac Lemaire, a sizable shareholder of the Dutch East India Company. You know, East India Company is fucking, it was huge. Yeah, that's beautiful. It was bigger yeah, than the government. They had, like, their own army and everything. Yeah, dude. And so what better place to start, right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it, it ain't going nowhere. And as long as they can do, because there's a degree that you can do short into where it doesn't open you up to get caught with your hand in a cookie jar. You know, there's a percentage, there's a level where you do it and it's safe. It could always go against you. Like, it could always screw you right. if people catch you doing it. But they're, they're so extended in it. Right. It's just like, yeah, let them, you gotta, that's just part of gambling. That's just part of gambling. If you're going to do it, because that part of it is absolutely a gamble. The long plays on the stock market, the buying the dips and and rumors and everything else, it, it seems like gambling. But if you look at the history of the market and what it's done over time, you can For see sure. that it's, re it's really not. And people like saying that, but look at the numbers. Look, show me a, a, a graph of what this motherfucking, uh, what, what is it called? The blackboard? Uh, the right. Roulette table. Yeah. Show me yeah. a graph of what the roulette table has done for the average gambler over the last hundred years. And then show me what the market has done for the average investor over the last hundred years. It's very right. different, very different. So I don't want to hear that shit. Dude. There's a, there's an idea to this, especially if you're talking about long-term, if you're talking about long-term, 
almost anything's possible. I mean, there's always bad decisions you can make. There's always companies that look great. They're going to do a reverse stock split and screw you. And all that kind of stuff happens. It all happens. But overall, everybody's trying to stay on board. Everybody's trying to stay above water and increase and expand over time. Nobody's on the stock market trying to lose money and trying to crash their company. Well, not right, nobody, but you know. right. It's very <laughs> rare. There's an incentive on the part of the company executives. They want to make money. They don't want the business to fail. They want to make money for their shareholders. They have a fiduciary responsibility to do so. You get in trouble if you don't do everything you can to make money for the investors. And and that can create problems sometimes. But um, absolutely, man. It, it, it's over time, you only lose, for the most part, if you sell. That's why a lot of these institutions rely so heavily on regular people just being terrified. You yep. get afraid, you sell off, they buy everything for cheap. I truly believe that's what the the crypto thing is going on now. I keep buying more. I'm like glad I'm glad it's cheap. I don't want to yeah. buy $65,000 Bitcoin. I'd yeah. much rather buy $30,000 Bitcoin. And I think it's already back up to 40 grand. And it'll be at 200 grand eventually and it'll be at a million. It's 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 inevitable. So I really think that they put out information. I mean, there's a history of it now at this point. Like, yeah, yeah. we'll put out stories, we'll create panic, and almost predictably, predictably, the the sheep demographic that they go after, they they they've got it down to a science of predicting human behavior. I I truly I truly believe that that they've got it down and and they've been able to capitalize it uh, capitalize on it for a very very long time, and it's just harder now because of the internet to do that you you're all you it's it's harder to stop groups of savvy people that see through the bullshit and tell other people like yo this is bullshit we can make a lot of money just buy fucking GameStop. it's six dollars a share fuck it you got uh you got 200 grand in your your, your life savings your retirement account just put it all on GameStop. trust me trust me <laughs> this is not financial advice yo 20 million dollars Whoever that dude is, I think he was dealing with like a couple hundred thousand dollars, twenty million dollars. <laughs> Turned it into twenty million, and that's the other thing too. I'm fucking with options now hard. You enhance your position with options. I'm learning more about it. I tried to stay away from it because it starts to feel like gambling, and that's why I didn't go super heavy. Like I see these people, you know, they'll put their whole four hundred one k, like they're putting four hundred thousand dollars, every penny they've ever saved. Like I'm putting it all on AMC. I can't, I can't be on that level with you. I understand I, and I appreciate that, that you're willing to do I can't. It, that feels like super irresponsible to me. But if I got like five or ten grand laying around I could throw at it, all right, I'm, I'm cool with it. Because it's not going to ruin me if it fucks up. You know? right. But I see people like put in their stake in their whole entire saving. I, that shit seems crazy to me. You know? like, so it, it was hard for me to try to get into options because all the derivatives it does feel dirty like it it does feel like just pure gambling but if you really believe in something long term dude it enhances your position like unspe like you you can't make as much trading stocks as you can trade options and you have limited downside you're only going to lose your premium if you fuck up and make the wrong decision that's as much as you're going to lose but how much you can it's the only thing where i've seen like in a matter of a week or so, you could turn a couple hundred thousand or no, a couple hundred dollars into tens of thousands of dollars. I've, I've never I've never seen anything, even when a stock shoots up like, 
you know, a thousand percent. I've never seen anything that can generate that much money. It's crazy. Wow. Well, listen. And you can make money when it goes down. Both ways. Yeah, both ways. Right. So whenever you're ready to, to open that course on, on, on lunaticstocktips.crypto, <laughs> just we'll start recording the uh, all of the basics. We'll break it down. I'll, I'll make some diagrams for you. And we need to get this course available for purchase right away. I need to I need to start reading about that. It, the lunatic stock tips, it was prophecy. You called it. It was it was <laughs> just a a comedic blurb, just said so so haphazardly and casually, and it, it turned that's dude. <laughs> that was the reality now. Larry Mandel is is behind the scenes. He's fucking with Shiva. He's over there in Europe, wherever they got that certain shit. And realities have splintered. The time stone is fucked up. Doctor Strange is missing. Something has happened because it literally has defined reality. Fuck fundamentals. I've read all these books trying to figure out, well, you want to look at earnings and the earnings per share. And, uh, you know, you want to see what their market cap is. If it's a larger market cap, it's going to be more stable. And fuck all that. What a bunch of, what a way. I'm going to burn all these books fucking stupid boring information just go online go on a reddit forum and see what all these people who refer to themselves as retarded autists see whatever they're saying and, yeah. and they keep talking about their their wife's boyfriend i have i'm not in tune with like the whole culture and the link i don't but they talk about their tendies they talk about the hedgies and i keep seeing them refer, it's like listen i'm a full-on retarded autist so I got to say that once I get all this money, I should be able to get my wife's boyfriend a new car. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's happening here? I don't, don't listen know. To me. But I'm a just, lunatic. He just showed a screenshot with $10 million in his portfolio. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I feel like I want to listen to that guy. Nothing matters. But it's a, re it's a reality. It became a reality. It became a reality. We spoke it into existence. <laughs> And now it's the norm. Now, if you search AMC stock, you're gonna find a guy with an eight mask on, telling you, "Don't, don't sell. Hold. It's a short squeeze. Hold to the cleaners. Hold Hold Take them to the cleaners, and we're just gonna buy a bunch of chicken tenders after we get paid. We're gonna get all our tendies, as we should. Do you understand? It's, it's absolute. Matt. Well, what about, what about, um. What, what about if you looked at the analytics? I mean, what kind of volume are we dealing with here? What the what's the 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 the, the RSI? The movie? Are you using Bollinger Bands? Are you looking at you know when it's oversold or when it's overbought? No, no, fuck all of that. I found a man in an eight mask. He tells me what to buy, and I have more money than I've ever had in my life. I'm buying my uncle a car. I bought houses for everyone I know, and I haven't even put a dent in the money. Would you like another chicken tender? It's, yes, I would, it's, sir. It's absurd. It's ab, but it's reality now. It's all it's momentum, and it's so Warren Buffett. I, that guy's got to be just out on his ass losing money. Like fuck, fuck it. I keep, I keep reading. I get up every morning and I read the paper, and I'm looking for opportunities, and I'm overseeing the analytics. Uh, this man in an eight mask has outpaced <laughs> me month, month after month for the last three years. I just don't get it, Charles. I don't understand I don't, it. I don't think he gives a shit. 
I don't think he gives a shit. He, that's like him sitting on the beach and some guy walking up to the beach with a 50-pound bag of sand over his shoulder. I, I disagree. I disagree. When you have rose to... I mean, when people talk about investing, they Warren Buffett is synonymous. There's nobody more famous that's known for investing than Warren Buffett. People quote him all the time. When everybody's afraid, that's when you get greedy. When everybody's greedy, that's when you get afraid. Warren Buffett is the American iconoclast icon of trading. Like, he's, he's synonymous with the stock market. That dude yeah. has a big ego dick cloud. Like, just, he cares if he's winning or losing at this shit. Even though it has no effect on his, he's not worried about losing his life savings. He's not worried about if his wife's going to go fuck somebody else if he loses. He's not concerned about any of that. But there's some part of him where it's like, it's just like when Reverend Run was like, I'm going to do Down with the King. I can still rap. Fuck it. Right. I don't yeah. care. I'm, I, this is what I do. I need to be able to do what I do. I guarantee you Warren Buffett has that, and he's he feels some kind of way. He, he probably would never publicly admit it, but he feels some kind of way. Like He feels like, Sheila, maybe I'm just losing it. I, I just My edge is gone. I'm just not picking winners anymore. I know this company is valuable. Well, if the, apes, if the apes don't know. Warren Buffett's Stop. on Amazon looking at luchador masks right now. Dude. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like I, there's got to be something I can do. Nah, dude, that, that would be awesome, though, just because. Just because. Let these guys get there, get, get, be a part of this wave. Let them have this wave. Warren Buffett's solid, bro. He's set for several lifetimes. Everybody who's on his good side is set for life. Friends, family, Friends, everybody. Friend. You know what I'm saying? Whoever. Exactly. If you're on his good side, you're good for a very long time. So his shit, he's fine, bro. He did everything he needed to do. He proved his point. He wrote all the books. He's been quoted, like you said, by everybody. Now it's the, it's the ape's turn. It's the ape's turn. What they're going to do to maybe, I don't know how many other multimillionaires Warren Buffett is responsible for directly. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know, maybe his numbers are up in that place too. Not not just from people following his footsteps, but from him right. saying buy AMC and hold. <laughs> right? I don't know how many times he's done something like that. Yeah. Has I, he ever done it? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'd I would imagine not. Right. So I don't know. So I feel like this is a better paradigm. Maybe this guy won't become a multi, you know, billionaire type shit. But he'll have a few hundred million, and all of his followers will have me a couple million, and then people who listen to them, their family and friends, will have a couple hundred thousand. It's trickling down, and if they keep, yeah, if they keep purchasing naked shorts, and if they can't stop, they want to live in that Groundhog Day. Like I know they fucked us out of three billion yesterday, but hear me out. If they, <laughs> if they want to keep doing that, I'll keep playing. No problem. No problem, because oh, we it's just wow. going to keep ramping up until it's unsustainable. This time around, people weren't sure. They bought 30, 40 shares, 10 shares. I don't know how it's going to go, so I'll just buy a few. Next time around, they're going to buy 100 shares. And they, they keep catching you with your head in the cookie jar. You're giving them all the ammo they need. Before you know it, people on Weeble holding 10,000 shares of fucking BlackBerry, they go, is this going to be a real problem then? Right now, this is just the beginning. Yeah, this yeah. I the beginning. I sold like 11 shares of AMC today when it got up to like uh, 60 something, like low 60s. And I just immediately bought more BlackBerry. And I think next time 
when there's a little bit when it it spikes because the the way that I've been watching it it spikes it goes down it's got like its new baseline seems to be around fifty five. Um, like I said, I did buy in some more of it today as well. But yeah, I'm just gonna start taking skimming a little bit off the top and like where are we moving next? Torchlight, Caster Maritime, Blackberry, Bed Bath and just buy a couple here and there and just wait. Like in invariably, because I can't predict where the, the apes are gonna move next. But they've 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 pissed on a couple of stocks to say that one. Eventually we're gonna come around to that one. That's one that we're gonna go after. Right. So yeah, once those are on the up. list, yep. Buy a couple shares. Torchlight's waking up nice. I know they're coming for Caster. I hope they are. <laughs> I've been with this thing sitting for too long. I need them. I need something beautiful to happen to make it all worthwhile. Um, NMTR. I've seen a little bit of chatter about that one, nine meters. But I'm trying to get into this mind medicine joint. That's my next. Uh, that's my next purchase. That might not be like a squeeze meme stock right this minute, but I feel like it's going to be one of those uh, one of those long term growers. Actually, so it has value. You're talking. Yeah, yeah. This is a different conversation. Right, totally different. I get it. Right, but it, the, both of those are still valid. They're still valid. You know what I'm saying? But fundamentals right now don't. CERN said fuck fundamentals for a little while. You know what I mean? Right now we're just going on. We're going on the broken probabilities. We're going on apes up, hedgies down, and diamond hands over paper-handed cave beasts. That's the whole f- financial yeah. philosophy right now. Yeah, Ice Cube needs to do a remix to Cave Bitch and just have <laughs> paper-handed cave beasts. He needs to come with that energy. Yeah, I don't think he wants to call any attention to that song right now at all. That would not no. be a good idea to, to unearth that gem and have it in the consciousness of the new, uh, of the new viewer and consumer. I don't, I don't think he wants to do that. I don't know. It's a class stringy head cave bitch. It's it's kind yeah. of a classic. I don't think he wants to do that. It's right, especially not after you just uh, went and had conversations about uh, financial plan for Black America and all that kind of stuff. You you know you're trying to meet with people and politically, you definitely don't want that one getting unearthed, buddy. I don't know. I don't. I, it might not help the campaign. I don't, I don't know. It's <laughs> it, who knows about ice. Cube was everybody's favorite rapper at some point. So <laughs> I, I it, it's not like it's, you know, it's completely an unknown thing. Oh, it's no. Just, now, he's Friday now, though. He's Friday. Right. He's, I, uh, I guess people you know, he's would got be shocked. Fridays. Just, right. If people just rolled with him since Barbershop. Right. Oh, that's Barbershop. The guy in barbershop and, Are we you know, there road, yet? Road trip or whatever. Are we there yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. All that shit. So he's, he's buried it. So you got to think, too. That's like a such a big extreme. Right, such a huge extreme. They know NWA, fuck the police and all of that. You know, every, we know that. But for him to do all the kids' movies and the family stuff and the comedies and all of that, there's very few people who came from, you know, let's let's pick up a prostitute, raper, and murderer, and then do the next song on our album, to doing movies with children for Disney type shit. That's a transition that not many people have made. Well, you can you can argue. I mean, I. They try to make NWA public enemy, and it's not. It's just. Not. But you can you can argue that you know fuck the police had some sort of righteous political value, and yeah. I think that if you were a real hip hop head, then you there's a reason why Cube was the standout one because his fuck. I mean, he was still doing drive-bys and his skits. I'm not defending him, but he had some sort of you know consciousness. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He was, he was on the five percent of Farrakhan shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, and NWA without him got even worse. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And the music was great. I mean, Dre's beats were incredible. You know, for what it is, you know, it is what it is. But th- there was no con- like Cube was the the consciousness. So you you know, I mean, for him to be um, as clever as he was and entertaining as he was, and he made you know a lot of good albums. Um, you know, whatever political value you want to ascribe to um, fuck the police, it's hard to argue there's anything redemptive about Cave Bitch. Right. Or, it, or a lot of other shit, too. I mean, if you really think about it. Like, you don't want nobody going back and listening to Gorillas in the Mist right now or none of that type of shit. Leave all of that where it's at. Yeah, you but, leave but it cave, all cave Bitch is particularly hateful. Yeah. And it also is is singularly focused at the demographic that's most responsible for a lot of the political correct shit, white women. Yeah. If there's a demographic that's really pushing, and that's not all white women, no, 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 of course not. But it, when, nine times out of ten, when you get I, the ideas that you know justify a lot of the nonsense going on right now, is usually from from that section. Of the of the it's that ideology. Well, we got to make sure everybody feels accepted and is treated fair, and we don't want to be mean to anybody. And let's use the right words and all that. It's some it's some white woman shit. If if we can be frank, and um that particular song, because I'm sure all those people too love Ice Cube. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. What a world changer. He's brilliant. He's on Bill Maher. He's given out guidance. He's you know like you said made all these movies and. He's a darling, a darling of the left and by that demographic. And there's just something inside of me that really likes the idea of just blasting that song all the time. <laughs> just blaring it. Just, just blaring it. Stringy-haired white bitch. Stringy-haared cave bitch. You want to start playing it on like the speaker? Dog. Start playing it on the speaker at, one of his, at his, his the release. The release for his next Are We There Yet movie to right. start blasting it over the speed. That would be some hater shit. But I mean, no, <laughs> not even though I'm like, yo, dude, I love it. I'm glad I, I love everything you do. I love this song too. I love it all. I wish you all the success in the world because I think that's a case study of how it needs to be. Yeah, we're not canceling Ice Cube. We're, we're not going to make Ice Cube a paragon of virtue or an infallible deity either. He's a fucking right. human being, he's done creative shit. He felt certain ways at certain times. He created what he created. And a couple of moments in his career doesn't define his whole body of work. And if you cancel Ice Cube for Cave Bitch, then you don't get Barbershop. Right. right. You you don't get lottery ticket. You don't get anything where it's like, you know what, let me put some positive shit out there too. So it's just like, it just just points out the silliness of sizing anybody up. For the for the worst shit that they did, and I don't think that's the worst shit that he did. I like that. It's a good song. Yeah. It's catchy. As long as there's I, not a pattern of behavior, like that song gets unearthed, and then then everybody's like, "Oh, no wonder this, he's been doing this type of shit for years." And you can point to all these different instances and how he's treated certain people that make it seem like that's really how he feels, and that's how he's acting out in the real right. world. If it's just right. a song and there's no right. remnant of it in his actual personality or how he does business, then every, just leave him alone. Right. Who cares? Who right. the fuck cares? Right. Now, when you got R. Kelly, that's a little bit different. A little you know, bit he different. Starts, 
getting our accusations, then you start listening to his song lyrics, and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you know, and, and to another degree, Bill Cosby. All these accusations, and then you listen yeah. to his old record, and he's like, so I put some oh, Spanish gosh, fly in a drink, God. and it's like, yeah. oh, man, you fucked yourself. You screwed yourself. You could have been like, look, I've never, but you, you got, there's a pattern of behavior here. And you got an episode of the Cosby Show where you put some, some fucking right. uh, aphrodisiacs in the barbecue sauce and shit. Like, it's just, we got too many, bro. We got right. too many. So yeah. And, and, and to be clear, um, obviously what Bill Cosby did was head and shoulders worse, <laughs> just far and away worse than than the song Cave Bitch. So well, again, I don't any know. words of violence. Words of no, words no, of no. violence. I don't know, but. That's that's silly shit. That's silly shit. It's adorable, silly shit, and people are entitled to feel that way and think that way. But it's as I, I can't take you seriously if right. you can't say Bill Cosby uh, drugging and raping women um, is worse than than Ice Cube making a funny and uh, hateful song about women. It's oh, just it's no way. Oh, you found that one funny, universe. huh? You found it funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> song is hilarious. He, it is. he really doesn't like white women. It is. He's very adamant. He has no desire. I wonder what are the, the legalities of actually playing that song, putting a clip of it in the show. I wonder if that. I guess if it's for, uh, you know, if if yeah. it's for transformative, it, you know, journalistic purposes, I'm sure we can yep, get away with it. Fair use. You just got to put up the fair use disclaimer there that we we're critiquing go. it. If you're critiquing it, um, and uh, talking about it, you know, yeah. You could play the whole thing, just stop yeah. it and analyze the lyrics. I mean, it's, it's, it's which one was that on death certificate? Um, is that death certificate? No, it's lethal injection. Lethal injection. Okay, that yeah. was the one with a uh, really though. I think was yeah. like the opener, and that one didn't have um um. What was that one? Uh, I don't remember. I don't... Fuck, I Gosh, can't dude. remember the name. I don't remember. But he, yeah, I, I'm I coming from a... the land where the choppers roam. So fuck you, bitch, and your copper tone. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like Barbie fucking Bob Marley. Ain't gonna happen. This is amazing. These lyrics are absolutely amazing. I got it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to this a few times. Yeah, this this is definitely going in the show. This is this is getting clipped into the show. It it needs to be heard, just so just so we can understand how far hip hop has come. And I don't I don't know how much because I don't want to burden you with anything. But like, could we just play it and then go back and edit it with the actual so it doesn't sound all distorted? But we can yeah, just play yeah. it so we can hear it. Yeah, and I'm just gonna play it. Play it with the real song. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna find the instrumental. I'll play the instrumental while we're talking, <laughs> and then I'll just go right <laughs> to the song, play the whole song. Wow, dude, mutinoid, Caucasoid, white cave bitch, <laughs> gangster <laughs> shit, mutinoid, bro, mutinoid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's uh, something about special. Caucasoid that was very triggering. I remember when um they played Nature of the Threat on eighty-eight point oh, five. And people were calling it upset. I was like, "Yo, that that was dope." Um, right. But like, he just said, "Caucasoid." Is it? It's not. 
He's not, and some of it wasn't historically accurate, but it's just, it's like his opinion, man. It's well, just, see, it's just the song. That's the good thing about it, though, is I think Nature of the Threat is probably even more harsh. That one you sweat over more. You can dismiss Cave Bitch as he's just talking shit. He's a racist or, you know what I mean? He's just being mean to white women. Like, you can totally dismiss it. When you listen to Nature of the Threat, you're going to have to go to the library to dismiss most of that. Yeah. You're going to have to pull out. You're going to have to pull out sources. (laughs) We're going to need you to cite your sources if you want to dismiss this song. Because Nature of the Threat is completely different than, uh, yeah, that's two totally different songs. I I could see why, I could see where Nature of the Threat would be much worse. Much yeah, it's worse. Harder, it's harder to dismiss it. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that, that joint is fire, bro. Yeah, it's like, like, like all the, it's like just eight minutes. <laughs> just yeah, of straight boot to face. Right. <laughs> just killer shit the whole time. Yeah. The fundamental nature of the European white man remains virtually unchanged. Like, so after all of it, he's like, you're basically still like that. All of this shit I've gone over, you're basically, that's the shit you're on. Not lying. It's sad to say, but uh, it's a lot of truth in that song. And like I said, even the stuff, like you said, it's not historically accurate. But if two people are listening to that song, one of them believes it, one of them doesn't believe it. The person who doesn't believe it has more work to do to prove it wrong. Yes, right. Because it's going to be nestled into so many things that are objectively true. The shit that you can say is not true is going to be like, well, you're going to have to prove it. You're going to have to say, actually, in ancient Greece, you're going to have to come up with some. You can't just be like, no, that ain't true. Like, that's exactly what a mutinoid caucasoid would say, (laughs) that this shit ain't true. But it's true. Yeah, the, the whole gymnasium shit and fuck, just all of that. I think that was the first time I heard that. And back then, it wasn't really no internet right. for you to look it up right. and figure it out. So I was just like, are you fucking serious? Is that real? But yeah, you know, I, the girls were trained on the island of Lesbos, hence right. the word lesbian. You right. hear these dumb motherfuckers know. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to have the dude ad-libbing, and I'm just going to. And it was such an impressive thing. Back then, too, when, like, you really... For people, you know, I, I know not everybody... Like, some people, I really do think they were just kind of Chet Hanksing it. Like, I, I like the violence. I like the the style or whatever. But not everybody was, like, nerding out on the lyrics. You know, but for right. people that really dug lyrics, you didn't care that some of the beats sucked. You were like, yo, what's Razkaz got to say? And, it, and that, I remember that was one of the... Like, like he was one of the dudes uh, besides Karis, one that made me go out and buy books. Right. Like, right. okay, what did he talk about? Let me go look that up. Let me read up on that. Let me get interested in that. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 a long, and he does he he sticks the knife in there a couple times. Like it's yeah. not, you know, I always felt like Karis one was was uh, much more diplomatic. You know what I mean? That that was like a, like a, a Karis one styled um, history lesson. But with like the 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 ice cube uh, cave the venom, energy, the venom, right? Yeah, it had the venom in it. It wasn't just you know, like KRS was just. I think he was more trying to get the information out and teaching. He was a lot of style too with the substance, right. and with the with that Razzcast song especially. And Razzcast got you know he's got swag and shit. You listen to certain songs that hit Soul on Ice shit like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Nature of the Threat. He was just trying to get it out. He he it was it was all substance, very little style. He was like, let me yeah. just give you these bars real quick. 
yeah, it was it was hardcore. I remember uh-huh. hearing that. I probably listened to it six times the first time I heard it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna rhyme every couplet. I'm just gonna have some right. intermittent rhymes here and there. I just need to be able to say what I'm gonna say. And that was back in the days when you could just have a tape, 88.5 on Saturday. You'd have a whole bunch of dope shit that you weren't gonna hear from nowhere else. Yeah, that shit was amazing, dude. So I we might have remember we might have two songs to play to this episode. Monday. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Na- on the nature, the nature of the threat is. I mean, cause I what was it like? Um, quoting German philosopher, chauffeur, whatever Schopenhauer. I forget who he quotes. Uh, now every white man is a faded or a bleached one. Uh, migration created further mutation, genetic drifts uh, through recombination, adaption to the climate, uh, to the to the caucus white man reverted to that of a primate. Savage Neanderthals. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. And I, I couldn't even honestly tell you uh, any parts of it that stood out or over time. Like, because I've listened to it a bunch of times over the years. But even with the studying that I've done, a little bit of stuff that yeah. I've been able to read and pick up on, I couldn't point out off the top of the head a part of that song that was inaccurate. Well, Maybe some of the years might not have been right, but I mean the overall idea, the shit that he's saying, I can't think of anything that I know that contradicts something off the top of my head that's in that song. Um, he, that was the first time I heard of the Venus of Willendorf. I had to go look that up. What is that? What are you talking about? So, so there was a lot of stuff that he mentioned in there that I had to look up. Like, what are you talking about? What now? Thanksgiving yeah. started when? Right. Okay. See, I, I have to really go through it and listen to it again because when I heard it, it was that shit was the gospel truth when we first heard it. Yo, right, everything right, right, in there right. he said was the gospel truth. He was like, "Yo, son, he just gave us the whole game just now." Yeah, yeah. I know. I re- I remember listening and being at that same point, and then getting older and reading more, and then going back and like there were certain things. I I, I can't think of anything off. Off the top of my head, that that was totally incorrect. Like the 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 one thing that I always that always stands out to me the most of like being intrigued by it and being like, wait a minute, that's not that's not the right word. Um, like when a uh, killer priest on Bible uh, talks about Cesare Borgia and calls him like uh, Caesar Borgia. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like who is that? The second yeah. son of Pope Alexander, the sixth of Rome. Once the picture was shown, this how the devils tricked the dome. What was yeah. the, and um, when Rizzo less defraud uh, Lizzo less defraud the hoax? And I meant to say, debunk, but I could wrong. Debunk the hoax, but fraud the hoax. I don't know. Maybe that's what you meant to say. I'm trying to think now. I'm trying to go through the the song in my head. I know there was some stuff that was like, like uh, this a little more complicated than that. You're you're leaving out like certain. It was more like along those lines, like um, um, almost like spin. Like yeah, you could you could summarize it that way to make your point, but that actual conflict at that time, there right, was more right, to right. it. You're you're simplifying it in totally about race, and that that's not actually what that was. That that's what I remember in going back. Like ah, no, it's that okay. it's not totally accurate. But but yeah, the. the the overall theme, yeah, and that's and that's why it was so um, because e- even if you could pick apart and find holes in his thesis, the overall point that he was making was 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 clear, you know. 
Oh, yeah. And, and, you, and, and you had to applaud him for the work. Because I don't think anybody was going that in depth, including KRS One. Nobody oh, yeah, yeah. was going that in depth. At no, that, yeah. that, that, yeah, that was that was like a um, watermark or a timestamp or whatever they call it. like in hip hop. Like okay, yeah. like that that Rubicon has been crossed. Somebody did that. No one's done that yet. And even he's probably one of the best to ever do it. And that on that song, and even later on, well, not later because uh, what's what's the guy's name? I can't remember his name right now. But the one guy, I think he's like Mexican or something. The rapper that's always fucking. That's all he ever talks about is the political fucking murder shit. I can't I can't remember his name, but he does it a lot. He does it a lot. He goes into the history lessons, uh, the reality of it. Talking about immortal technique. Immortal technique, yes. Yeah. He does it a lot, but immortal technique took that song and made it his entire style. Yep. He he don't give a fuck about a hook. He don't give a fuck about no flow. About he don't care about nothing. He's just gonna teach you this shit yep. that's gonna make you angry and give you an ulcer. And that's yeah. his entire steez. <laughs> that's his entire steez. So that's why I say Razcast is one of the best to ever do it because it was so concise and it was a one-off. Babies. Yeah. And it was it was a one-off. He didn't drive this down your freaking throat for the rest of all his albums and shit like that, you know? So that's why I think it was, it was well done, but it's very hard to do something like that without, uh, with keeping the rhythm and keeping it interesting. I don't think you can do that too many times before people just start getting tired of it. How many seven minute songs about the cave beats can you make? And I will the say this too, that I know of, I will say this. One of the things that a lot of people seem to throw away and write off really easy, like when you laugh about it or if you bring it up, but, uh, the etymology of gymnasium is to train naked. That's the etymology of gymnasium. What to exercise naked? Yeah, I mean they, they're credited with high level mathematics, but there was there was a lot of buggery. Oh, oh yeah, oh it's, yeah, it was it was a way of life. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt about it. There's, there's no doubt about it. Now now whether we have to take like the uh, the online uh, forum approach to just describing that to the, you know it's just it's white people. They're just all gay. It's just how it is. Like that—that—that's a—that's a bit of a stretch. Um, but that's how it that it usually gets. You know, it, that that's that that is usually how it gets processed and and re-relayed. It's like no, right. it's it's just kind of the Greeks. It's, it's not every yeah, but that's where Western civilization comes from. Yeah, but it's hard to make the argument that all of West is like. Like uh, homosexuality is the cornerstone of everything, of every achievement. Like, no, we they, I, it we is, never made it whole... to the new world if we aren't banging each other in the butts on the boats. The only way <laughs> Christopher Columbus couldn't have, couldn't have had the mustered up the strength to get over to America to rape the natives if no one was banging him in the butt the whole way here. Like, what do I don't think, know. What do you think powered the ships? Right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they got here, bro? No, nah, it was a totally different concept and shit to them. They didn't even see it as as different as as we see it now. Just us looking at it now from our point of view, it was totally different. It was hey. even even the fact that we equated with some type of weakness. You know right. what I'm saying? Even that, you'd have to remove all of that to see it from the perspective of them. Because I mean, you're talking about Spartans and shit. A Spartan to beat your ass, bro. Right. Right. And <laughs> he ain't no chump. And they and they consider that like the real love, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, you love your wife and you produce with your life, but it's not the same as the love of a man. He's got, <laughs> got your back in battle, you know uh, what I'm saying? You got that camaraderie. It's 
and I, 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 I could be wrong, but I'm almost sure, like, and that was kind of an expected thing. Like, if you were a young boy, like your sponsor, the dude that's going to train you and raise you up and make you the dude that you're going to be, like, you know, that was part of the equation. Gonna get a little butt. Gonna, <laughs> he's gonna be entitled to, you know, and that's hey, how you stronger. How this civilization mm, make you stronger, makes you tougher. And 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 not for nothing, you know. I don't want to bash the Greeks too much. There's a lot of things about Greek culture, you know, I like. There's, you know, there's a lot of good stories. The mythologies, yeah, arguably it's all from Egypt, but whatever the case, you know. Um, there's a lot of good things about uh, about the the Greek culture, but yeah, the the idea that you were just gonna wrestle naked with oil and you know it's it's just it's something it's just something unique to that time, but you can't you know put it all on like I don't I don't know I haven't been there, but I know there's a lot of stories of people that I know in the military like where they talk about some of the shit they see in Afghanistan, and it's it's like this. That that shit doesn't seem to be just a culture to the Greeks. Like this is a thing where it's like, yo, it's, you know, little boys. Just that's how you get your rocks off. We don't always bang the women. We bang the little boys. It's a thing. It's a thing in a, in a lot of cultures. It's not just the Greeks. And now I'm not talking about like like um, like pedophiles in the U.S., but just kind of an understood thing. Like yeah, you know, it's it's not as bad, you know, if you do it with a little boy rather than a woman. Like that's a thing. I didn't make it up. Hey, look. That's ancient. Hopefully it hasn't trickled down into the consciousness of the modern cave beast. I mean, uh, cis white male. Maybe they're doing something different these days, hopefully. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure they are. So, But it's something that, that happens in the world, like, right now. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to look at the Greeks and point back to them like, yeah, there's cultures on the planet right now where that's, that's it, it is what it is. Well, hopefully you know, it's not happening in any of the important institutions like the churches and shit. You know, hopefully those places are at least safe havens. It, 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 a safe haven for hope. <laughs> it's, 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 hopefully there's some sort of people just wouldn't abuse their, their power. Teachers, too. I'm sure none of the teachers are fucking yeah, the yeah, kids. N- never, ever. None of the Boy Scout got, you know, it's got to be, you know, some things are sacred. Yeah. Some things are sacred, and hopefully it's not the bugbear that's sacred. I, I, yeah, let's hope not. Let's hope <laughs> that that's not. I mean, maybe that's the fuel for the simulation. Maybe, maybe that's what it all. <laughs> maybe that's the currency of the elites, and we just don't know it. Larry that's knows. It. Larry Mandel knows what's up. Larry knows. <laughs> Larry knows whether he's allowed to tell us right now or not. I don't know. Nah, he's not revealing that until season four. Not but, until season. But yeah, that's that's the um yeah, people are bugging out about the um the trans shit on uh, uh Nickelodeon and Blues Clues. You you seen anything about people losing their mind about that? No, what's going on with that? They had like um like a, a gay pride parade on Blues Clues that had the um like the pedophile flag on one of the boat uh floats. What? Like it was a parade and they're singing a song, yes. And they got all the different flags up, and then one of the um, one of the floats has the exact same flag pattern as I don't even know there was a flag. Like all the shit that you got to learn. Like I remember when PizzaGate came out, I'm like, that's a symbol for like what? And this is a code. 
Like this shit that there would be no other way that you would know. Like I'm kind of disgusted that I know this now. Like this information got, you know, to my brain. But I would have never known what that flag was. But somebody keeps a watchful eye and they put it out there like, yo, watch this video. Here's this flag. Here's where you can check it. Like with, you know, FBI information on what symbols they know is X, Y, Z and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, sure enough. I'm like, why, why would you put that in Blue's Clues? Why, why would you do that? So I understand where people get like this paranoid thing about um, why do we want, why do we, like to, like to me, sex shouldn't be talked about to children at all. Like there's nothing that you need to explain to them about sexuality, period. Heterosexuality, homosexuality, nothing. They're kids. They're asexual. Gonna be like that until puberty. Like, leave that shit away from them. There's no, but like this campaign. Um, there was a lady that blew up too at one of these teacher conferences, um, where she was like, "Yo, you're upset that I'm talking about all this shit right now, but you're telling this to our ten year old. But you're like blushing because I'm repeating the language in the class. Like, why would it be appropriate to tell my ten year old about this? But you're like blushing because I'm saying this in a public forum." So there does seem to be like something like weird. Like I like to get, con- you know, I don't live in the conspiracy world, but you know, I-, I take trips. I hang out for a little bit. I see what's going on. I look, and there does seem, you know, between the drag queen story time, you know, blues clues, Nickelodeon, all of this, it's it's like all on the same shit, and it's got the same symbolism and agenda, and it's targeted specifically at kids. And I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like. What what are we trying to get? Like kids are assholes to each other because they're kids. They make fun of you because you got big ears or a big nose. You got a goofy walk or you talk funny. Kids kids latch onto anything and make. But it's like no, we have to so that kids are more tolerant of gay kids. It's like, but are they hateful towards gay kids? I don't I don't know that that's a thing. And, and why are we having a grown man dressed like a woman hanging out with them to explain all this to them? It just seems I don't know. I don't know. I don't have kids, so I don't have nothing to worry about, but I, I kind of understand people's like paranoia and apprehension about it. Cause just because we talked about the Greeks, and then I got really dark and talked about Afghanistan, so it just seems natural that we would we, we would come over to this dark area after, you know, talking that's, about stocks. Fuck. Just the fact that it's on Blue's Clues, that's, that's, that's weird shit. That's really weird shit. And is, is this one of these things, that's the next obvious question is is this one of these things that went all the way up the flagpole and everybody's like okay yeah let's do it or is this just something that some random animator or something just slipped in there uh, that guy needs to he needs a visit with a rex unit if if this guy if this (laughs) i don't like where that's going buddy but who would but who but that's the thing is who would even know right yeah because a lot of this stuff just seems so innocuous and I understand how it all kind of flies under the radar because who's really paying attention to it and who wants to be the dick to be like, I don't want to watch this shit. You know, like who wants to be the intolerant asshole that's like, you know, I don't want my kids watching this. You know, you want to be like, oh, what what values are you teaching? You're teaching them to be intolerant or, you know, to be tolerant, to understand that some families don't have a mom and dad. They have two moms or two dads and that should be okay and be accepted. And you shouldn't feel weird about it or feel hateful. Yeah, you know, I I don't know too many people who want to be like hardcore assholes about it. Like that seems fine enough, you know. That seems, but then there always seems to be the extra step of like, 
yeah, and um, here's the pedophile flag on the float. Like, why? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it could have been somebody just slipping it in, but I, I don't, no, I don't know. No pun intended. You, you don't, you don't ever get the sense that they're just like there's an official narrative, right? Anybody that deviates from the official narrative, you getting taken off Facebook. You talk about it's from Wuhan. For a year and a half, you were going to get banished. Now it's the official narrative. If you talk about, you know, anything that under, that's why Joe Rogan got paid $100 million to kind of be isolated and quarantined on Spotify and managed there. Because the, the whole time he's outright in Jason, outright in Jason, because he's talking about things in a way and people, he's having conversations with people where even if it's not intentional and it's honest, it's undermining the official narrative that's out there. Like, it's really clear at this point, if you pay attention, there's an official state-sponsored Pravda-type narrative that everybody has to adhere to. And if you're an influencer and an icon, you're only going to be allowed to maintain that status if you're on board with it. But if you go against it, or not even go against it, you just don't want to go full on with it, you're going to be marginalized and targeted. You know what I'm saying? Like, Steven Crowder got banned for two weeks addresses that didn't exist to prove that there was voter fraud. That don't mean the election should have changed, but he's just like, look, look at this address. It's Nothing's here. And this is on the voter rolls. That's journalism. Like, nope, you're questioning the integrity of the the, the integrity of the election. Banned. There was that lady, um, I forget her name or what part of Africa she was from, but she was a doctor who was like, yo, we're treating patients that haven't success with hydroxychloroquine. Banned. Banned. And people probably died because they weren't allowed to get certain treatments that might have helped them because it's like, nope, you can't. It's not a part of the official narrative. So I clearly see that there's something in the media, in social media, on TV, and it, it's a constant drumbeat to accept certain things as fact. Even if you know better, the polite thing is just to nod your head and be like, yeah, that's sure, whatever you say, that's what it is. That That's a real thing in people's consciousness. I, I don't know, but I kind of feel this thing's one of those things. Like, there seems to be this constant drumbeat to really go ham on this, like, train, drag queen, whatever, whatever, and to, to, and, and to, like, beat kids over the head, which just seems so silly to me. Like, whatever happened to Desmond is amazing. Is that kid even alive? Does anybody know what happened to him? Like, he was a star for, like, a couple of weeks, and he was stripping, and grown men were throwing dollars at him, and you never heard from him again. What's up with that dude? I'd like to know that he's safe. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like there's this campaign people, which I'm on board with that. Yeah, I'm not going to hate nobody just because they're gay. I, I don't think you could do anything about it. I, I have no proof one way or another. I don't know enough about it. So I don't want to hate somebody just because of whatever this, but it's just such an ancillary thing. Who cares about what your sexual orientation is? I don't care what position you like to bang your girl or your wife in. It's like, that's that's your sexuality. It has nothing to do with me. I don't care. Like That doesn't define you as a person. But there seems to be like this weird thing where it's like they really want to like drive that shit home to like something doesn't sit right with me about that. It just feels odd and unnatural. Like, it doesn't even seem like it would be a conversation we should even be having with children. But it seems like every single cartoon show, all of these things directed at kids, the curriculum in schools, 
all the programs, Drag Queen Storytime, all that shit. There's like this relentless campaign to get these ideas to children. And it just, uh, I don't know. Am I a bad person? Because that just sits, that just sits weird with me. I don't know. Nah, yeah, there's no real way. There's no real way to frame that as a positive because there's too many ways it could be used against the wrong people. There's no way to frame it as a positive. A positive. I don't think anybody would have a sound argument of why they should be inserting that kind of shit in kids' cartoons and TV shows and shit like that. I don't, I don't know what... Yeah, other than, you know, the people who are saying that this is helping people because, you know, like, this, they'll say, well, I didn't know what was going on with me when I was 10 years old, so if I would have been able to see a cartoon that had these kind of flags and this kind of speech in it, then it would have helped me figure things out. So, I, I mean, you know, whatever. That, that, that's a whole... That's a whole nother conversation on whether or not you should be leading kids into this shit or not. Because they don't know what the fuck is going on. They have no idea what's going on. So I'd rather them have to process why fucking Jerry hit Tom in the head with a fucking two-ton anvil. Let them figure that out. You're talking about putting gay and trans people in SpongeBob or some shit like that. That's like, nah, son. Keep that shit. <laughs> That's stupid. That's stupid. Let them, run him, let them run the guy over with a train put a stick of dynamite in his mouth, blow his face off, and then the next scene, everybody's fine and they're at it again. I'll, I'll, I'll take that cartoon all day. Yeah. That seems like an easier yeah, conversation. I, yeah. It, 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 it just feels like one of those other things like where, you know, all the critical race theory kind of piggybacked on people's good intentions about wanting to be accepting and loathing racism. Like, the degree that I don't want to be racist is making me susceptible to an insane ideology that in any other universe is indefensible, but because that, that, that empathy and sympathy and the desire to loathe racism is present, it, it, you can be taken advantage of and, and be bombarded with ideas that are, they're indefensibly bad ideas. But there's, like a, there's a particular susceptibility our culture has to be um, manipulated by them. And I feel like this is this is the same thing. People really don't want to be hateful. There was a time, of course, you know, and there's a lot of cultures, um, you know, we were just, uh, you know, I mean, island culture, you know, you go to certain parts, I think in Uganda, it's like against the law. Like there are cultures that are very much like, nah, we're not with that gay shit. You know, just not even a little bit. Um, I don't think America is one of those cultures. I think we're overall super duper accepting. Like, you know, like it's not cool. Like anybody, you could be like, ah, it's gross. It's not for me, but I don't like eating bacon either. It's like one of those things. Like nobody's like, you know what, but I hate it. So let's just go up and beat gay people. Like, is that even a thing anymore? Like I know apparently it was a thing like when we were kids, but I just don't think culturally it's really like that. But so in the culture because nobody wants to be perceived as being hateful and nobody really has a genuine um, um anger i mean there's some places where people just really hate homeless i'm not saying that's completely eliminated out of the culture there are certain uh factions or groups you can go into and that energy will be there you know but for the most part i think there's a susceptibility to be manipulated for the sake of not wanting to be offensive or not wanting to be hateful and no real hate there 
that that it's like a Trojan horse to let all this weird shit in, man. It's yeah. just it's just I don't know, man. It it just seems weird that there's this relentless campaign to get these ideas to kids. I, I can't help but not. It's just like you know the priests that always yo. Let, we should we should go on camping trips every weekend with just the kids <laughs> and us. You yeah, know, send no you, adults. Like wait, that's. That seems weird. Why do you want to hang out with my kids all the time? Like, no, no this reason. is weird. No reason. Right. And, yeah. and, 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 and I, don't, I don't want to be a paranoid conspiracy theorist and, you know, blah, 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 but it, it, just, it just seems like there's something, there's something, there's something weird about wanting to bombard kids with these ideas because I feel like it's totally unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? It's totally unnecessary. That that like, isn't that what cartoons are? Where you can tell stories and it's absurd. It's like a talking elephant and a right. talking aardvark and a flying. You know, and you could be like, why? Why aren't the elephants accepting the aardvarks? Look, they have these long trunks, and you can tell a story about accepting people that are different than you. To be like, yeah, but they won't accept him because he he twerks and he's dancing in high heel shoes and isn't yeah, it mean no. that they don't want to accept him like you don't have to tell that story that on the like use some of that creative license <laughs> without all the stripping and dressing you could tell that yeah. same story yeah we don't need twerking art parks for sure nobody needs that <laughs> there's no yeah, market but, am i hateful is I, I nah, don't know. Is, is nah. that hate? Nah, that sounds like be honest with basic. No, nah, that sounds like basic human concern. You know, and maybe you know, maybe it's the uh, the leftovers of puritanical patriarchy that makes us think there shouldn't be conversations about sexual preferences in kids' cartoons. Maybe that's a possibility. It could be, or maybe we're just right, yeah. and that shit's weird. I'm open to that. Maybe we're just right, and that's some weird shit to do. I don't know. The jury's still out. It definitely is a little. It, it seems a little off because even the violence stuff, like, oh, you'd rather have violence because the, it's absurdity, and it's easy to dismiss absurdity. Right. You know what I'm saying? You get thrown into outer space, and then you got to swim back doing the backstroke and shit like that's that's the kind of shit Bugs Bunny be doing. That's the easier conversation. It's so easy. Like, yo, it's a cartoon. It's not real. It's not real done you can't tie people to the train tracks the train runs over them and then you do another scene two minutes later that's not reality but how do you explain you know how come this 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 male character is wearing high heels and, and, and twerking and shit and that mean and the other guys don't like them and why is it strange and uh, maybe yeah, it's too much it's too much and for the people it, 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 i mean don't get me wrong for the for the single mothers with the blue hair this is a perfect subject matter for them to sit their sons in front of because it helps. This is how you, this is, the, this has got to be the gateway to turning your son into a freaking prepubescent stripper. Cause that seems to be what, that, that's okay. That's acceptable. Right? So since that's acceptable, this is what your kid needs to be watching. If that's the future you see for him, I'll give him that much. So maybe you can't just have GI Joe and power Rangers. Maybe that's the problem right. is that there's no balance. We also need the, you know, the ballerina with the beard cartoon, you know, just in case. So it is, it is. maybe, but it if it, it feels like it feels like grooming culture. That's what it feels like. 
it feels like just saturating kids with these things that we want them to be comfortable with that invariably can lead to um, them being taken advantage of. And I know there was one dude that was like a, um, he was a convicted sex offender and he's, he's cross-dressing and being, you know, reading to kids. Like, I was almost certain, like, once you have some sexual minor offender shit, like, you go on a list and you can't be around kids. You just can't do it. So yeah. it just seems like it's, there's a couple of professions, right? Like, we, you're a priest, you're a teacher, like, it's almost a cliche. If you're an adult, right, typically you want to be around adults. Any adult that just wants to hang out with kids all the time is weird. If they're not your yeah. kids. If yeah. you're kids that's the whole point of having kids it's like a little version of you that can be your fucking buddy we can play video games all the time now this is fucking awesome you got more energy than me i made another you you came out of my nutsack you're growing up you look like me we can do shit together this is fucking awesome yeah play with your kids all the time of course but if it's just like any adult that just wants to hang out with kids all the time it's it's, it it just it's super suspicious like why do you want to hang out with these kids all the time yeah. I just love kids and I want to help kids, you know, and uh, I like coming. What? What are you talking about? What? Buddy? Stay away. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird. So anything like you're a you're a kid's TV host, you're a priest, you're a teacher, you're anything where you just want to be. So there's just an extra dimension of weirdness around it that you want to hang out with kids all the time and you want to be super hyper focused on sex shit. Like, that, that video came out with that chick at the club, and she's, like, pointing the camera. She's like, yo, it's 3 in the morning. Like, why the fuck is this dude walking around with these kids with no shirts on? This is fucking weird shit. Yeah. It should. Like, I think that's a natural reaction because your, your inclination is, or your instinct, is to protect weak people. Right? right. I, I think that's a righteous impulse. Like, and, yeah. and, you know, women, children, that's why they leave the boat first. They're vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? So there's something where it's like, I feel like we're trying, we're being coached and groomed into, for the sake of being polite and accepted in polite society, to turn off those alarms that should be going off when we see a dude hanging out with kids in in sexual situations or un, you know, age inappropriate situations. Like Desmond is amazing was on fucking Good Morning America. I don't think you get any more mainstream than that. Like, here's a kid that dresses up in sexy outfits and dances. And there's video footage, you at a bar, you're dancing, and dudes are throwing dollar bills. You're recreating, a, like, stripper culture. Like, that's cool for a bunch of gay men to hang out and do. Like, that's cool. I get it. Y'all like dressing up. Y'all like being sexy. Y'all like having fun. But, okay, that's a child should be nowhere near that energy. And it's not just because it's, you know, the homosexual a child shouldn't be on some regular sex dungeon. Like, you know, I take little Marcus, we go to the bondage, eyes wide shut party. He watches me get whipped. He knows it's loving. You know, no, he shouldn't be seeing, you know what I'm saying, your dominatrix whip you. And for him to be comfortable with your sexual fetishes, he shouldn't be anywhere near that conversation or environment. So I feel like we're, we're all kind of being coached to just kind of put our defenses down and just feel okay with that so that we see that and we're like, oh, yeah, it's drag queen story time. Yeah, we're just going to hang out. Yeah, yeah, they're just dancing. What? You right. can't twerk? I mean, when I saw that dude get up and be like, okay, children, I'm going to teach you how to twerk, I was like, stop it. This isn't real. There's not a grown man dressed up like a woman in front of a whole gang of kids. Because I remember going to shit in, in school, 
like when you're five, six, seven years old and they have little things and they read to you or they have guest speakers and all. I, I'm trying to imagine a world where it's like, yeah, a, a guy comes in. He's like, yo, I'm going to teach you how to shake your ass. <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to shake, shake your ass in a sexual thing. Like, it's, there's nothing but sexuality to that. That's not like some goofy hokey pokey dance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, stick your left foot in. No, poke out your ass and just shake it. I'm going to watch you guys just shake your ass. Go ahead. Have at it. See how you, see how you feel. Nah, man. That's supposed to, yeah. you could be gay, you could be whatever you want, but every, every, I feel like every sane person, no matter what your political or sexual orientation or whatever, you should look at that and just be like, nah, that's, that's, there's an alarm that should go off. There's, that's, there's that's an alarm. And, and like you said, it, it could be puritanical. It could be from a, a puritanical perspective. You, you're right. You're right. Maybe we're not, you know, I'm sure in Europe it's completely okay. Like you remember Susha? That chick that had that that show and she would give a kiss at the end of every oh, yeah, episode. Yeah, She'd yeah. kiss, put on yeah. the lipstick. Yeah, that was a little racy for American audiences. Right. I'm sure in Europe she was tonguing the little boys down and nobody batted an eye. Oh yeah, Susha. She gives a lap dance to the eight year old after you know it's the prize. It's who's gonna get the kiss and the lap dance. And Europe is like, yeah, what's the problem? You guys are so you're so puritanical. I get it. I get it. I get it. We might be behind, but I don't know. Dude, I, I, don't I know. feel like I feel like if you walk in on Drag Queen Story Hour and the guy is, with the drag queen is twerking, I think it's okay to tackle him. <laughs> if if there's, there's no context, you don't know what's happening, you just walk into the library and you see a drag queen twerking in front of a bunch of kids, just tackle him. Just assume that he's committing a crime. Tackle him on the ground. And then if everybody says, no, wait, 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 no, it's okay. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just go ahead about your business and go ahead and get whatever library book you came in for. But definitely tackle him. But That's it's, just, it's not I mean, even that he's twerking. It's that he's asking the kids to twerk and all the right. kids are twerking right. in front of him. Yeah, don't tackle That's... him if you see him reading a book. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it yeah. strikes me as a little strange, but fine. Is there any other... Right. Okay, be this old, is what I need to know. minded about that, yeah. About the books. But if he's twerking, right. tackle him. Tackle him, period. Yeah. So what I need to know, is there any other type of story hour? Is there like a... What, what other type of story hours? Are there, is there a baker story hour, a bartender story hour, a mechanic story hour? Or right. is this the only thing that we're, that we're making these concessions for? Is to just bring a drag or, queen? Or badass for... heterosexual soldier story time. Shit, soldier. And some dude yeah, just comes that. in. It's like, Ironman. It's like, fuck the bullshit. Sit down. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to read a book to you. Right. You know, be that. disciplined. Right. That, that energy is not welcome. Yeah, yeah, we don't want none of that. We just want a dude in a dress twerking for kids. All right, okay. Listen, listen. I'm open for. I'm open for somebody to explain to me why. Right, I was just about to go there. It's yeah. not. You Let's know, listen. Yeah. Somebody yeah. out there, you can and, and I'm open minded, and you can because because I really don't want to be a, a dinosaur racist bigot. If if you can just explain to me the virtues or what I'm missing, you know what I mean? Give me perspective. I'm, I'm absolutely, I would love to have that conversation and have an open mind about it and have you break it down to me. I, I can't make sense of it. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me either. So I guess that's the call to action right there. That's the call to action for this episode. If you know the answer to this, please link up. Let's make it happen. Explain why this is something that, uh, 
that our society needs for children to experience. I, I'd, I would sincerely love to hear a sound argument about that because it seems like just some weird shit to me. And, and it's not weird that drag queens exist. It's fine, whatever. All. Do your thing. And, and I've been, I've been to a, a little pageant runway show. Had no problem with it. Pause. No, I, <laughs> I'm not even. Go, I'm not even gonna pause. I went. It was, I, and I knew they were men, and their bodies were magnificent. Everything was shaven. It looked. It was an exaggeration of like the perfect woman. Everything was situated where it should be. And I sat there with a homeboy of mine, and I'm like, "Yo, I. That's a dude. I know it's a dude, but, but it looks exactly like a super duper sexy woman." This, I don't know how to feel about this. This is an odd thing. And so, so of course, some girls took us. And sexy girls, like, we want to go hang out at, at a gay bar. You, you're going to go. You're going to go. And there was dudes dancing. I mean, they had um, stripper poles connected to the top of the bar. So they're, like, two stories high swinging around. On t- so as you're drinking at the bar, you look up, and there's taint. Those dudes, they're just dancing. They're spinning. They're doing their thing. <laughs> and that was the dudes. They were, ag- you know, magnificent oh, wow. athletes. And then outside, there's a runway, and the pageantry's going on, and they got these crazy, you know, I forget what it was, you know, the, you know, the chick with, like, the, all the fruits in her um, ha- uh, hat, right, you know right, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, the South American, like, they had these, re- you know, super over-the-top regalia going on. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't there like, yo, I gotta, I gotta beat that dude the fuck up. I'm like, nah, cool, that's what, I'm not so hateful, I'm, I can't be around it. Nah, I'm, I'm. I'm sitting here. I'm drinking my drink. You know, I, I know when I got my butt pinched. They didn't know. They didn't know. I wasn't interested. But I know where I'm at. I get it. It's fine. I get it. So it's not like I, it's just from a place of, you know, hating that culture. It's it's like, look, I understand. Cultures are different. It's just you, you, that shit don't need to be around kids, man. And and if you could give me an explanation, again, I'm open-minded. And I, I failed already. I was supposed to not curse. I was supposed to be corporately acceptable. We had a great run with one of the greatest screenplays ever written. We reviewed Lunatic Stock Tips, and then and then it just got dark. And I apologize. I have failed you again, and I'm sorry. No, sorry, see, not sorry. But you I'm you sorry. gotta reframe. You gotta reframe it. These are important questions and conversations. We have. You have to get here. When you meander through a garden, there's going to be places that are well lit and full of sunshine, and other places are going to be dark and shadowy. That's that's part of the garden path. They they both they both exist. You can't avoid them. You can't avoid them. This is how we get down to the real stuff. Dude. And like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to. I'm sure somebody's going to listen to this and think they have an answer. So I want to hear it. I. I- I do too. And I think we have a proven track record of being reasonable, gracious hosts. We refrain from being combative. We're very polite. We give our guests ample time to talk. I, I think I, I think we might be the most sound, fair minded human beings uh to ever broadcast. I agree. Stand behind that. I agree one hundred percent. One hundred percent. We're doing the Lord's work, just like Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks, <laughs> Chet Hanks, and you know, and I, I think, I think when all this is said and done, I think Chet Hanks is gonna, is gonna help transition uh, uh, white dudes to come back into like uh, polite society. He's gonna like run a program like to get to to get you ready for the job market again. I, I, I could see Chet Hanks doing a work like that. 
Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And I got his back. I'll give. I'll, I'll assist him in any way I can, within reason. Go for it. That I'm was giving awesome. him money. <laughs> what I, that's pretty much the fix for everything. Just throw money at it until it until it fixes itself. I'm that just seems waiting. to be a pretty I'm solid for Chet. He's his father has to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. But if Chet Hanks has a GoFundMe, I'm putting in. Oh yeah, he he's gonna need one soon after this hot after this white boy summer. He might need to go find me. I'm counting on it. He's already been smacked in the head with a pot, so if he keeps going in this direction, he has no other choice. Poor fella. Hey, listen, it's all part of the journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of the journey. And so sometimes you're dancing on top of a convertible. Sometimes you're getting smacked in the head with a skillet. It's all part of the journey, brother. You know, I it, it, the thing is, is I have I have some Chet Hanks. I I, I feel a I feel a kinship and a connection with Chet Hanks just because it's more thoughtful. It doesn't make me better than Chet Hanks. No, not at all. It it it, it doesn't make me better than Chet Hanks. Yeah, you can you can be thoughtful and read up on stuff and be really interested and examine things, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, it's the same shit the same shit. You're white and you kind of talk funny and I think you spent too many decades just trying to figure out how to come up with the dopest lines ever and it's fried your brain and there's no turning back. There's no turning back. This is, you know, I I understand Chet. I I understand him. I think he's a little misguided. I think he could supplement some of his his, uh, dun-dottedness, you know, just with some consciousness. Just, you know, sprinkling some consciousness there. But you know, I can't, I can't hate on him. I can't hate on him. And I don't think any um, Caucasoid participant in hip-hop, you can't really hate on Chet Hanks. Because is there anything that really makes Eminem that much better than Chet Hanks? Nope. Besides lyrical prowess? No, who cares? Who cares about that? Probability is broken. We don't. That, that's that's the old paradigm. <laughs> lyrical <laughs> prowess. Is, that's the... <laughs> It's that's the it's, old way. Because I that's can't. The old way. I, because I, I, I was thinking about. It, I'm like, well, you know what? You know, uh, even Everlast. I'm going through the list in my head, and I'm like, well, you know, and th- who is the dude now? Machine Gun Kelly. I, I oh, don't gosh. understand his appeal, but you know, whatever. What? And I'm like, but Chet Hanks is corny, and no, no, no. These are all white dudes, and you've been hanging around uh, a bunch of black dudes, and you got a little bit of the salt and the flavor of it, but one person is going to be legitimate and one person is going to be, you know, a laughing stock. And it's like, no, it's all kind of the same shit though. It's all, I I don't know what the cutoff is. I don't know when it's gone too far. I just don't know. I don't know. And we will never know. It's a deep philosophical question I've been asking myself ever since I've fully committed to white boy summer. No, we won't know until we're right smack dab in the middle of it. And then we'll know. We'll have to look around and be like, yep, this is the bottom. This is definitely <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> and then, and all that does is signify it's time to start the, the ascent and the reconfiguration. It's all good. It's all good. So I, I'm happy, bro. Look, CERN is helping us out. CERN did us a favor. CERN did us a favor. All we have to do is take advantage of the new, uh, the new uh, parameters. And we win, like we're doing right now. We're just going to continue to win. Compounded success. That's, that, that's, again, every day, figure 
figuring out how to spend the hundreds of millions. Be responsible. How to be responsible. But you're already cultivating the plan because it's already here. It's already here. Just need to figure out how I'm channeling it. 100%. I'm with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I definitely appreciate you making some extra time, man. For to, to we had to, man. Yeah, yeah, we had. To, yeah, this one, this one was. Uh, it felt like this one was already written. We just had to plug in and deliver it into reality. It was already written. We had to. We just it had, had to get to it happen. Out. <laughs> Listen, we saw those Negroes. We saw people that heard us talking about, it, and I'm going to make it a us because you're on the show. They heard us talking about eating raped babies. So it's. It's, it needed. It need all needed to be addressed. It needed, needed to be addressed. The chaos, the the tornado needed to be tamed. It had to. It had to. It had to happen, and it had to happen during the week because Sunday the sacred ceremonies. Things need to happen. Yeah, I for one stand by everything we've ever said on this show. Everything. A hundred percent. You you're gonna have you're gonna be hard pressed to find a clip of audio. From any of these episodes that I don't one hundred percent stand by, I dare you. I dare you. Comb through them all. Go go with your fine tooth comb through every episode, and I I dare you to find something that that I want to uh, roll back on. It's probably not going to happen. Not only do I think we could read, no. not only do I think we could reasonably defend it. I think I think it would be defended so well that. At the end of the day, the person that brings it up looks like an asshole. Oh yeah, like 100%. you're the asshole for going. He's he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. It's that ironclad. Yeah, that's the inevitable outcome every time. So if you want to prove it to yourself, feel free. But you know, just understand what you're walking into. <laughs> it's a trap that you set for yourself. Easy. All right. Easy. Well, any, I, any practical wisdom before we go? Absolutely, absolutely. I do have a moment of practical mysticism. This one is actually based on our new uh, probability and our system of assessing the probability of success right now with everything that's happening and everything that's going on. So just as a rule, just as a rule, just always remember that insecurity is a learned behavior, right? It's not something that's natural to us. It's not something that we just ha have to have. It's a learned behavior and it will conspire against you if you're not careful. Self-doubt lies to you in your own voice. And with everything that we have at our fingertips right now, none of the negative internal feedback is based on like an honest assessment of your skill set. It's not about your talent or your ability. It's not rooted in the mathematical probability of success. That's not where insecurity is drawing from it's drawn from the fear mechanism that our brains have and this fear mechanism will always have us choose inaction over failure because it's trying to protect us the primary directive of it is to shield us from harm to protect us from the pain and the embarrassment that comes with failure all of that shit's a lie the probability of success right now for just about whatever you're doing, because of the fact that you can reach so many people, you have so many resources at your fingertips, you have people that can teach you that you would have never been able to get in contact with or be able to consume their ideas, the, the media that they're putting out. It's just an 
infinite amount of things that are in your favor now. So if you're sitting somewhere thinking about doing something and this plan that you have seems too big and it seems insurmountable, just understand that that is not rooted in a true mathematical probability of success. It's rooted in insecurity and insecurity is essentially a lie. So don't let that shit hold you back. Fucking go for it. Probability is broken. Trust me when I tell you. Just go for it. Fuck all that. And that's my moment of practical mysticism for today. I predict I predict White this summer is going to be Chet Hanks' album is going to go to number one. It might be the best selling album of the year. That's how bad probability is broken. I'm going out on a limb. I'm making my prediction. Take advantage. AMC to 5,000. Chad Hanks, number one record of the year. And that's just the beginning. And by by (laughs) this time next year, he's legitimate and doing features. Oh, for sure. 100%. You'll see. He's doing features. He's doing the hook on the baby's next, next single. Yeah. Yeah. The things that get spoken on this show have a way of manifesting themselves into reality. And that's because we believe that we influence the simulation. Trust me, look, you, you need to get on this manifestation train, get on this alchemy train. This is the language of the new paradigm. So get with it. Metaphysics are we fuck, buddy. Mm. That's just it. There's just no other way forward. Let's just get it. Let's just get it. We're all it's happening right now. Everywhere you look, you're gonna see remnants and proof of it. So just stop bullshitting and hop on. Right, we did we riding this ape train to the moon, baby. <laughs> Let's get it. Hey, train uh, to the moon. For Love real. It. Yeah, man. So enjoy the rest of your night and I'll keep you posted you too, and let man. you know how everything goes over the weekend and all that good shit. Yeah, please. I definitely the next one we're gonna have stories, man. Oh, Bring 100%. us up. Share your experiences. For sure. All right, brother. Enjoy the evening and I'll talk to you soon. You too, man. Always a pleasure. Peace. Bless.